What's up, everybody? My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition, and you're tuned in to Kinda Neat. Thank you guys so much for tuning in again, as always. Sorry about the hiatus. I took a week off. Realistically, I'm just having, I've been having some bad luck finding guests, but that's okay because this week we had a great conversation. But first things first, my name is Lee. You guys can follow me on Twitter at It's Intuition. You can follow my man behind the boards making the shit sound buttery. Ben Shim at I am database based with two S's. Ben, you turned out to be a big character in this in this podcast. They, they were loving bringing you up, so that was great. Facebook.com slash kind of neat. Twitter.com slash that's kind of neat or at that's kind of neat on Twitter. YouTube.com slash kind of neat where you can see all of the videos we've been posting. And I ended up making a big announcement today towards the end of the podcast. Uh, so tune in for that for some video news. You can find everything wrapped up in a pretty package at kind of neat.net. It just rolls right off the tongue. And remember to download that podcast app on your smartphone. Subscribe to kind of neat. Leave a comment. Leave a five star rating. If you don't want to use the podcast app, you can find us on Stitcher and subscribe to us on Stitcher. So, yeah, we took a week off. Sorry about that. It was my birthday week and I didn't feel like doing a podcast. I've been reaching out to a lot of people and like having shit fall through or like having scheduling issues. So we're going to get back on it soon though. But it was my birthday week. And uh, as you guys know, I was promoting a show at the Troubadour and it went great. We haven't done a podcast since then, right, Ben? No. Yeah. So the show at the Troubadour was awesome. So many of you guys came out. We packed the place out. The venue was fucking stoked. Speak and Cool Roy were both fucking excited. Like the show went great. You guys that come out to the shows and listen to the podcast are such amazing people and very uh, family-like. And uh, I just, I'm starting to recognize all of you and remember all of your faces and names and Thank you guys so much for making my birthday special, saying happy birthday to me as soon as I got on stage. Three people brought cakes that we got to enjoy backstage. It was just, it was really great. And uh, I appreciate it. So thank you so much. So as you guys know, I've, I quit smoking, uh, about, I can tell you exactly when I quit smoking. Let me look at my little app. I quit smoking three months, 12 days and 23 hours ago. So in an hour, it'll be three months and 13 days. And for some reason, I have been sick, like, for probably about three weeks now. Like, I've had a horrible cough that I just don't normally have. I never used to have it when I was smoking cigarettes. I feel like cigarettes used to keep me from getting sick for some reason. That shit sounds weird. And uh, if you watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, they always have they have a joke about, um, you know, like, oh, no, I ate a rotten apple. What should I do? Well, you got to smoke some cigarettes because that will kill all the bacteria in your stomach. But I don't know. For some reason... I don't know, smoking. Ever since I quit, I've just been coughing like so much. I have the worst summer cold right now. I've just been going to sleep and hacking up a bunch of brown shit when I wake up and it's disgusting and I hope that it goes away. The consensus seems to be that it's because I quit smoking, which seems counterintuitive to me. I feel like if you quit smoking cigarettes, it should make you healthier, not sicker. So I'm pretty bummed about that. Hopefully I get over it soon. I asked my Facebook friends like, Hey, why am I sick? And they're like, Oh, that's your lungs trying to rebuild themselves after years of wearing down the cilia on your fucking lung linings or something. And I'm like, all right, you guys obviously sound like, you know what you're talking about. So I'm going to believe you. And yeah, that's what I'm dealing with right now. Being sick during the summer. It really sucks, but I have been enjoying the beach. The beach has been wonderful. I went there today, right before the show jumped in the water. The water is gorgeous right now. So if you live uh, in the middle of the country and you're listening to this, Sorry, bruh, but you're missing out because it's really tight in California. <sighs> Today's guests. I reached out to these guys called It's The Real because I follow them on Twitter. I think they're, I think they're hilarious. They're a couple of their brothers, 
that first and foremost, they are two brothers, Jeff and Eric, uh, Jeff being the younger of the two, uh, therefore making Eric the elder. And they're just funny dudes. And I first found out about them by watching their interviews. So I thought they were just kind of like these weird journalists with a good angle, like similar to Nardwar in a sense that like their interviews stick out compared to everybody else's. I mostly think that video interviews are horrible. Like there's no point in putting a video of an interview on YouTube, generally speaking, except for Nardwar and it's the real because people like that that have a great angle nardwar is being like i'm gonna do crazy amounts of research and give everybody gifts it makes you remember him and and it, it makes all of his interviews interesting and the thing about jeff and eric from it's the real is they ask super off the wall questions they kind of have out they kind of have planned out routines that they're doing uh, with the questions and of course the most memorable thing that they do is at the beginning of each interview they have like a dozen AKAs and then they do gunshots into the camera and they're a couple of like kind of goofy looking white dudes and I think that they wouldn't mind me saying that doing that so it's this juxtaposition that makes it so hilarious and it's become memorable with rappers. Rappers remember it. They laugh about it and they reach out to them and they want to work with them. And so they've also put out a mixtape. I think their mixtape, we didn't really go into it. And off the top of my head, I think it's called Jews for Jesus Peace. I know that they had a single called Jews for Jesus Peace, which has a hilarious video to it that you can watch on YouTube. And so, yeah, they made a mixtape. It's kind of, it's a parody, but like the thing about them is that they're not laughing at rap music. They're laughing with rap music. And they're people that you can tell are very passionate about the music and love it. And because of that, I feel like the hip hop culture has embraced them so point being is that i'm a fan of theirs and i saw a tweet about uh them being on a plane to la i guess that they had just landed and i said oh hey what's up i have a podcast in la do you want to do it and this is two days ago and i didn't have a guest yet for this week and thankfully they were like yeah i like they're friends with jensen carp whose podcast i just did so shout out to him he gave us the cosign they did the podcast and honestly this is one of my favorite podcasts we've done in a long time these two were hilarious they have great stories they have great anecdotes and uh uh, just good guys all around. So I think that you guys are in for a treat. As you guys know, I do love doing podcasts with people who aren't necessarily uh, 100% musicians. And this is one of those that shows that you can be involved with the music and not necessarily have to be a musician taking yourself 100% seriously. These guys have found their lane uh, within the music that they love through comedy. And I think they've been doing a great job. Visit itsthereal.com and get lost in their content because they got a lot of content and it's really funny. Without further ado... Let's get into the podcast with uh, Eric and Jeff Rosenthal from It's The Real. What's up, guys? It sounds so good. Right? Yeah. It, it, you thanks, Ben. Yeah. yeah, thanks, Ben. Ben, great job. Yeah. I, you know, our catchphrase is follow Ben, or my man behind the boards, Ben Shim, making the shit sound buttery. And indeed, right now, it does sound buttery. <laughs> um, you wouldn't think in this little, you know, set, it's like a an outtake from a 70s trailer or something, <laughs> you know, the wood paneling. But yeah. Yeah. What brings you guys to LA? What are you doing? Uh, we are out here. For your podcast. Specifically. No, we appreciate you actually reaching out the moment that we stepped off the plane. Well, I saw a tweet. And yeah. I'm a real go-getter. <laughs> you said, oh, we're out here in L.A. I said, hey, what's up, dog? We like, did. Yeah. We actually we actually saw a, um, or I saw on, on what is it, Boing Boing? Uh, it, yes. One of the channels that, that is on, like, the Dish. Uh, you know, the huge website that now has a TV show. Okay. Yeah. Or TV and network. They aired uh, a, a, a video with Dallas Penn. Oh, so that's actually the tweet that, not- or that I yeah. noticed. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go so ahead. I put it that up, and, but I yeah. said that, like, 
this was seen on our cross country flight to yeah, LA. Yeah, yeah. And then like a moment later, you added us while we're standing online at Hertz. Right. And uh, and here we are. Yeah, it's crazy how that works. I Go. think the bigger, better move would have been that you show up at the airport with a sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that just says it's the real. Yeah, it yeah. Just says, Come on my podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That would that would have been the move. I live close enough to the airport where I could have done that. I should have. I, I don't know what I was. Thinking. I don't know why we did this podcast if you did not do that. Well, <laughs> I know my lack of effort astounds even <laughs> me. But what I was going to say is, uh, Rafi yeah. uh, is somebody that I've known through the internet for like years now because yeah. of um, philoflava.com. Shout the internet. Yeah, yes. the internet. Yeah, so yeah. I used to see Rafi post on there, and then when when he and Dallas Penn started making those videos yep. together, like they did the um, uh, Ghetto Big Mac, yep. um, and like the check cashing one, yeah. And I and those were like some of the first things. I was seeing people do on YouTube. I was like, "Oh, YouTube is like a, this thing." And then, yeah, on a fucking Virgin flight to New York, I saw I saw the same thing, like crazy. that playing on the on the cable show. And I was like, "What the fuck?" These so guys, crazy. It's like these guys made it. Here's how we met, Rafi. Yeah, um, we're originally from Westchester, New York, which is just north of New York City, right? Yeah. About a half an hour north. And we did we started out doing our videos when we were still living at our parents' place yeah. in White Plains. And one of the videos that we did was called "Deconstructing uh, Digital, Digital Underground,", Underground okay. right? Where we where we took the line um i once got busy in a burger king bathroom right and like stretched that out which into, they bleeped on mtv back in the day they did yeah so we stretched that out into a bunch of narratives right and one of them we filmed uh with at our the, friend greg yeah at the burger king in, in Porchester, mm-hmm. and raffi who went to school at suny purchase which is around that area mm-hmm. knew exactly where we filmed that raffi being a fat um sort of <laughs> you know food enthusiast knew exactly where that burger king was well, i prefer way, i prefer heavy set heavy set heavy set um yeah, voluptuous. <laughs> uh, I bet that your LA listeners love the local geography lesson that they're getting right now about Westchester. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. it, all, it all just sounds like you guys are breaking down like the geography of Amityville horror I know, movies or basically. something. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever see like Rafi's old um, site, O Word? Yes. Yeah, of course. Dude, O Word was amazing. The they camera did the, uh, on the notebook. Tip set. Yep, yep. Yeah. yeah. They were, uh, and yeah, that was, that was just great. Good, super, good, super sharp guy. Good times on the internet. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah, for All sure. of them. Actually, and then um, we went to a, I mean, we've been in this for seven years. Yeah. So I remember when we first actually met him in real life, they had some sort of gathering at a place called um, Pianos down on the Lower East Side. Right. Which, where they had like a bunch of different rappers. Donnie Goins was one. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. But they also had like Sean Price. Was Sean for Price was the big yeah. headliner. And we, um, and we met a bunch of like different like internet "Quote unquote celebrities, yeah, and right. then the so internet. Like, like SK celebrity. was there from Not Right. Okay, um, Wesley Verhove mm-hmm. was there. Um, we were there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's all that really matters. Yeah. yeah, but now it's it's much more commonplace for people to like run into each other. I feel right. like you know? right, right. Um, yeah. Have you ever had that conversation where it's like, oh, I follow you on Twitter. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I actually, like most of my conversations go, hey, I'm that guy that tweeted about you about doing my podcast. Uh, what's up? <laughs> and it's usually at the airport at a Hertz. Yeah. I'm so, the guy that passive aggressively favorited your tweet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I didn't want people to know that I liked it, but I liked it. Right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That The internet. Did you? Are you guys like old school blog? Are you part of the old school bloganati? Um, I mean, I think you know. What I'm, by like, now we are. Yeah. Um, well, I'll tell you who some of our contemporaries are. Yeah. SK's one okay. uh, of Not Right. Yeah. Uh, right. Low key from you heard that new. Basically, all the new music cartel. Miss Info. Yeah. Um, everybody from Complex. Two Dope Boys. Yeah. Um, all these all these guys came up at the same time as us. So we all like support each other. Uh, we started on a Blogspot. Oh, page. Karen Civil. Karen Civil. Oh, totally. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We started on a Blogspot page, but we were the first. I think we were the first really rap 
site to be on, on Tumblr. Tumblr and also on Vimeo. Yeah. So we'll take that to the grave. Yeah. It was. It was. We were there before Kanye was. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Do you guys always kind of? Do you guys have like a psychic connection a little bit? No. Well, what was that? Like, why do you guys complete each other's well, senses that we're way? We're brothers. Yeah. I number mean, one. I, I, yeah. Okay. Yes. You know how many meetings? You know how many meetings start with like how did you guys meet? Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I and I know that you guys are brothers, so I wasn't going to say how yeah, you, yeah, how did you yeah. meet because I would assume that you met coming from the same womb. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, well, he came home from the hospital. He's younger. So yeah. yeah. He you know he probably saw your tags that you left in the That's canal. Right. That's so, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so you're you're the, the eldest. I am, and then Jeff has a twin brother. Uh, you have a Dan. twin. Yes, Eric has a regular brother. Okay, he has two regular brothers. <laughs> yeah, well, but by now it's it's we yeah. take so many meetings. It's like you understand the rhythms and like where to jump in and right, like tell different right. stories and whatnot. So. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So at being the eldest brother, were you the one getting into the the rap music earlier and then putting the younger brothers on, or how did that work? Well, uh, first of all, Eric was the one that had to kill the goat at the top of the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> It's an Abraham reference. Um, I, yeah. I did go to Hebrew school. I, I, I was. I mean, I, you know, just naturally, like, you know, I'm in. I'm in school and, you know, everyone else is listening to MC Hammer. It's like, what is that? Yeah. Or everyone else, you know, people who have like older siblings themselves, like get put onto stuff. Right. And it just like sort of works its way into my life. Yeah. And I, I do. I, I know for a fact, because I'm older, that I listen to music, you know, or specifically rap music before my brothers. Yeah. Um, and I like to think that I had a, a part in introducing it to them. But there was a moment of contention uh, semi-recently when we went to lunch with our friend Phil and and Jeff would not believe that I had any part in introducing ha- uh, hip hop to to my brothers. I was like, I found it on my own. No, <laughs> not true. Not true. That's like, but that's not like true. the same way that every kid thinks they invented masturbation. You know, like no, or no one told me about that. Like I figured it out on my own. I had a friend who was like so positive that he came up with the phrase or the term herb. He was like, I made it up. I made it up. I'm like, yeah, I'm he, like, you are the king. Like yeah. this is amazing. He's famous now. I- <laughs> That's amazing. Oh I my thought God. my friend, um, shit, I'm trying to think of the word. I can curse, right? <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah, okay. Come on, dog. I, 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 didn't know the FCC, I didn't know if the SEC was regulating your podcast. Right. How big is your podcast? It's very tiny. Like, no, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm actually surprised that you guys are doing because no one's going to listen except for my mom. Hey. Well, so shout out Karen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. if she's listening now, I can't curse. No, so you, get it. you can curse. She actually has a mouth. Like, no, she doesn't have a mouth. Like, so but you are from Alaska. I am. I am. You overheard that. Yes. Yeah. From Alaska, indeed. <laughs> my family's from the East Coast, though. Whereabouts? Eastern Pennsylvania. And what brought them out to... The Air Force. Really? Yeah, my dad joined the Air Force. Oh, so, so not a sailor. Yeah, no, not, yeah. A, not a sailor. You would have had to sail a long way to get out of there. But, uh, <laughs> well, Panama Canal. Yeah, there you go. I guess there's there's some shortcuts if you want to be lazy. <laughs> uh, if you don't want to go the way of Dagayo. Yeah. Is that, no? Is it is a guy? No, who is the one that's... Cinco de Gallo, yes. <laughs> yeah. Pico de Gallo, the yeah. sailor. The sailor. That they, the Vasco da Gama? I don't there, know. There you go. That's, yeah. what, that's what it is. Vasco nice. Da, I'm thinking Chipotle references. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, de Gallo, you know, Pico. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, okay. One of the concepts that I that I find um, so interesting that I was kind of um, dwelling on the other day is like, with the internet, there's so many blurred lines as to like, what people do. Because everybody does so many different things on the internet. So, I mean, I, I would label you guys as like journalists comedians rappers sketch sketch artists like what else, like what do you guys what was your first passion like what what was the thing that got you into the internet or that you wanted to do with it uh well my history is that i, I went to school i went to syracuse university and yeah. I, I studied film okay right i i was destined to be a feature film writer and director and right. clearly that's of worked course out, of you know? course but i i i was there's two schools up there there's Newhouse school communications which is like 
every major broadcaster comes from there. And they teach you on the film side there how to become like a producer or um, some sort of executive. On across the quad in the film program, I went to school and they still like used film. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so I was like, I'm gonna be an artiste. I'm gonna be a writer. I'm gonna be a director. This is where I'm headed. Uh, I'm shoot I, 16 millimeter. Yeah, no, and I did. <laughs> yeah. I did, you know? Um, and, and it was exciting, but it, it just, and it, I, I, I had a lot of great experiences. I came out here and met a lot of like amazing people. Um, right, I, like you did a thing with the Godfather producers. I did, yeah. Like uh, I did, Barry I, Diller. Yeah, yeah, I did an independent study in which like we had a camera and we had a mission and mm-hmm. we're college, you know, students. So that would sort of like be our way in. And so I met all these amazing people. Anyway, though, always loved rap, always loved comedy. Didn't know that there would be the internet or mm-hmm. like a lane for me. Uh, by the time I graduated and scripts weren't selling, <laughs> right. there was like, what else do I do? And I had I previously worked – I'd interned uh, at a big music video company in New York. Um, I'd worked on commercials. I worked on a film called um, Capturing the Freedmans, which is a huge documentary. Oh, yeah, about the child molestation, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, you, you worked on that? I worked on Eric it when was it was – not the child molester. I was not. That Just for clarification. Thank God. I worked on it when it was uh, – a, a movie called Children's Entertainers, yeah. right? And they just happened to like the guy who who shot it. Um, uh, I forget what his name is, but he invested. Wasn't it Mark Smiley? No, no, he produced it. Um, but the guy who directed it. Oh, uh, Andrew Jarecki. Andrew Jarecki. No, or. His brother, maybe. Well, it's Whatever. one of the Jarekis, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he invented Movie Phone and sold it to oh, AOL. wow. Got a gang of money yeah. and was like, I'm going to dedicate all this time to making a documentary. Yeah. So it started off as this movie just about clowns and, like, the difference between, you know, uh, rich parties and poor parties yeah. and, like, everything in between. Oh, and then the other stuff happened. Then they kept digging. And they found wow. this one guy, kept yeah. digging, and saw it, found all this, like, yeah. footage. And anyway, so I was I was, I was, was on that. I was... That movie, I, I'm going to spoil it for everyone who hasn't seen it, but the one thing that really fucking stuck out to me in that movie that, like, I will never forget is at the end after he's in jail and he's, like, uh, they're having their meeting. Yep. It, when it's, like, kind of vague as to whether or not he was properly charged. Yeah. And there's a kid in, in the, like, the family section of the jail and he's like, yo, you have to get that kid out of here because I'm getting really aroused. Crazy. I was like, oh my God, this movie's so fucked up. Crazy. Yeah. If you haven't seen Capturing the Freemans, go watch it. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was I was mentored on the set of um of uh shoot, I'm forgetting. Oh, two weeks notice. Okay. <laughs> which was a uh Sandra Bullock and Hugh Grant movie. Yeah. Um, but the cinematographer was an amazing guy. His name yeah. is Laszlo Kovacs. He was he did five easy pieces, he did Easy Rider, he did Ghostbusters, oh, wow. like Amazing, my best friend's wedding. Amazing. Yeah, unbelievable. And and now he's he was doing romantic, com- you know, comedy at the time. But my still- favorite genre, secretly, I love rom coms. Not so secretly Whoa. anymore. <laughs> it's, it's it's a little crazy. Wait, what's your favorite? Uh, let's see here. Uh, pro- my favorite rom com is kind of also a crossover into the high school genre. Which no, you can't hardly wait. I, oh, hey, I, hey, I there love you go. can't hardly wait. I definitely thought you were going to say like never been kissed. <laughs> I, I no. Uh, I have seen that, but actually last night I went to sleep watching um, Can't Buy Me Love, which I'd never seen. Okay. It's an 80s rom-com. Yep, all right, all right. 80s movies are so crazy. Like they, They're, <laughs> yeah. like, they're well, all cocaine movies, I feel like. Well, every this- single like 80s romantic comedy is like very high concept. Yeah. So it's like, um, what was the one that was like, there was a girl who had to dress up like a boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's that movie oh. changed. Right to, Joyce Hauser shows her tits in that movie, and that is uh, just one of the boys. Yep. If you watch Can't Buy Me Love, the two suggestions are... Never been kissed and just one of the guys or whatever it is. I've seen Never Been Kissed. 
I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, I, I saw it. Yeah. Oh wait, not, wait, is that that's the one with Molly Ringwald? No, no, Drew it's the one with Drew Barrymore. Oh, okay, she goes yeah. back to high school because she's a journalist, oh, and then yes, she finds yes, love yes, yes, with yes. Uh, you know what? Freddie Prinze. When you said that there was Junior. a girl who dressed up as a boy, mm-hmm. the first thing that came to mind was Ladybugs. Yeah, oh, yeah, which I also yeah, got yeah, dressed up as a girl. girl. That guy's dead. Is he really? Yeah, the well, guy. The guy. Rodney Dangerfield. No, no, I know. I know he's dead. No, oh, there, there's a great. We're gonna go just all in pop culture reference. Hey, yeah. to, we're not gonna get any of your story out. That's fine. This is my story. The guy, my that story. guy from Ladybugs. He was also in that sci-fi show, right, with the dolphin. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Sort of. Yeah, there was like a crazy. It, oh, fuck. Well, I don't know what it's called. Anyway, that guy was like set to be. Oh the no, man. I do know yeah. Jordan something. Yeah, something yeah. or another. He was set to be like the man, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then. Him and River Phoenix, they both yeah. died obviously very early. And the, the, their kind of contemporary that w- they were all gunning for the top spot was Leo DiCaprio. Yeah. And there's apparently a Leonardo DiCaprio quote where he was like, well, yeah, it makes, it kind of makes sense, like, why I'm here because, like, my two biggest competitors both died young. Like, that's Man. either one of them could have been where I'm at. You know what I mean? That's heavy. Yeah, and then right? Leonardo DiCaprio died on t- uh, Titanic. Yeah. I know. It's, mm-hmm. it's full circle, really. That's, just, that's, that's another spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't, if you haven't seen Titanic, yeah. don't listen to this episode. Karen. Uh, <laughs> um, Karen Sybil? Yeah, Karen Sybil. No, that was a callback yeah. to oh, my mom. That was not, good. That not. was very, very good. Um, very good. Yeah, so I, I was... You're I was, out here learning the ropes. I was learning the ropes, yeah. um, and I was back and forth between here and here. In New York. In New York. Yeah. And uh, at a certain point... I was like, you know what? I'd rather be a bigger fish in a small pond, yeah. right? Um, I feel like I have a lot to offer. Let me try to get in touch with this guy who I just have the utmost respect for as a musician, and I want to be a part of whatever he does. DMX. It, his name was Kanye West. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. So you just reached out to Kanye? I re- well, no. What I did was yeah. uh, our other brother, Dan, and myself went down to Asbury, Asbury Park, New Jersey. Beautiful yeah. Asbury Park. Yeah. And saw Kanye and like... Maybe Little Brother yeah. and uh, Consequence, Consequence and wow. GLC. That they were all there. That shows how far Kanye's come. Well, I would, I would Don say. C, his his guy, his best friend, yeah. was DJing. He was DJ Offbeat, right? Uh-huh. And um, he on was like a, an iPod a or something. Push button, yeah, DJ. Yeah. And we waited outside by his tour bus. Wow. Um, and met Don C, who introduced me to John Monopoly. And also Consequence made me buy two. I was like, where's Don C? And he's like, I'll tell you if you buy two of my mixtapes. Wow. Which I still have, by the way. And you were the only one to ever buy his mixtapes. Two of two made. I know, I know. Um, and I, unfortunately, like, uh, whatever. Like, I still have those, like, in in hard copy, and I also have them on my iPod. Wow. Or my iPhone or whatever. Anyway. That, anyway. Uh, my iTunes. What? In, in any event. In any event. Just for just for posterity's sake. Oh, so you saved them on a hard drive. You yeah. Mean. That's great. Um, but I got to know them very well. They had yeah. a film company called Hustle Film out of Chicago, and the, the relationship got to the point where they invited me out here to film them behind the scenes uh, for when they launched Good Music, when he had his first Grammys for wow. everything, wow. and it was it was the best week of my life. Like they, I had no idea. They about took that. a That's chance great. on a on a kid from Westchester, and all yeah. these like he hangs. People don't know this like now, but he hangs with street dudes. Like all those guys from Chicago were real, and they looked out for me like I was family, and that meant like more than anything. Yeah, and it was an unbelievable week going everywhere with him, and uh, and you know being sort of a part of their celebration, which was crazy. Wow. So seeing all that though behind the scenes got something sparked in my head and by the time that jeff graduated college right and, and so i was working for hbo right out of college yeah. um on their comedy and i put this in quotes comedy website uh-huh. um because it was sort of comedy and it was sort of a website um and it only lasted for about i don't know six months okay. it was called it was called this just in 
I remember that. No, Which, you by don't. the way, and, <laughs> but that's very kind of you. And there were a lot of people who confused it for this Justin. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. shit! So the people thought they were going to like a gay porn site. Or yeah, something? yeah. Like something. Their, their SEO was all screwed up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I was working for that, and then that went down the tubes very quickly because they were just blowing money, like two hundred thousand dollars a week with no. I mean, like this is this is like early internet sort what, of. Like, what was your position supposed to be? Like, you were a I started out of content as, or No, I mean, like this is right at college. Oh I, yeah, so you're like interning kind of. Right. No. So I was well. First of all, I was the only one under the age of 33. Okay. Working on a website. Yeah. Um. Everybody else was like far older. Yeah. Um. I was attaching JPEGs to my boss's emails because he didn't, he didn't know, know how to do that. Yeah. Um. But I was doing like everything. I I, I started out as like a, a researcher, which just meant I don't even know what. Like who's funny. No, it was just like find. By the end of the the run, it was like I had to go on YouTube and just find one clip a day yeah. and just put it up. Yeah, that was my thing. So this is all cats. Yeah, all it, it was the dumbest thing. Yeah, well, because um, they would repurpose content. Yeah, right. Yeah, so you guys created stuff. It wasn't right. like you were just like finding new talent. Uh-huh. Right. Um, but so I mean, like uh, I started out as a researcher. I ended up as a producer, and it was in six months. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, that seems like you broke right through that glass ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> I. It was. It was me For and Hillary Clinton. And show by, yeah. And showbiz, yeah. <laughs> me and Hillary Clinton. We did it. Um, <laughs> And then, um, oh, and so like, uh, uh, while that was like going awry, um, Eric and I were just like, well, we love hip hop and we love comedy. Yeah. And now, you know, I've been working on this, uh, quote unquote website, um, for a little while. And so then we just started shooting, shooting yeah. videos. And, and we I'll, also had the idea before that though. And I'll say this too. So when we went to camp, when we were kids, yeah. um, we yeah, went, there's always gotta be some foreshadowing. Is there is. Okay, yeah. there yeah. there I mean, go. we went to a place called purchase day camp yeah. and we never did sleepaway camp. This yeah. was like, we get dropped off in the morning. We get picked up in the afternoon, right. but it was a great, we, we, our closest friends are from there. Like we ended up working there afterwards, but we, we were able to, um, take part in like a, like a, basically a film program, a video program where, we, where they would like, we would write movies and then shoot them right yeah. and this is just like a class just like cooking was or just yeah. like archery was right, or right. swimming or whatever and so you're doing it on vhs tapes vhs and tapes. What, were, what are you guys editing on at that point or um, is it just kind of like stop and play editing or what yeah it kind of was at that at yeah, that point yeah. and then later on um they had like there was a big day when they got like two vhs decks and you could like go between, between you had a player them. and a quarter yeah and so all this sort of like uh helped us out in in life later on right. with editing techniques with timing right. with humor and the whole thing right. but also uh there was a there was a point when i started working and and my brothers were still campers and all of our friends we would get 40 you know 13 year olds and be part of this massive you know half an hour movie that we would make wow and then we went on to to just create like little shorts on our own to celebrate our brother's birthday when he still lived in indiana um when he was where he was going to school yeah. or like different things like that our friends got married we made them like this long tribute video and so these things sort of like if you look back at them now there's small things where it's like oh our sense of humor can be seen through right, that. At, right. The, at the time you probably didn't realize that you were like doing something that would end up being a passion and, and, and a career totally but when you look back now you're like oh yeah that makes sense right yeah, yeah. Um, and that stuff you know is is good with amongst friends yeah. but will never see the light of day right, of like course. otherwise of course. hopefully not yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, like, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, that makes perfect sense. I, I mean, like, that's the thing. I, and I feel like every creative person's uh, uh, past when they really dig into it and look like people go, oh, when did you start rapping? And I'm like, well, technically I started recording at this point. But like, if you look back, I was doing it in fucking fourth grade. You know there what I mean? Go. Like, it's yeah. just like, I didn't know it at the time. Right. You know? Yeah. 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 So well, because you sense. weren't actually recording. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I was just like memorizing Snoop Dogg lyrics fucking perfectly. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> did you, when you bought, uh, when you bought 
like doggy style. Yeah. Did you have to cover up the parental advisory thing I so think your mother wouldn't I, see? Our scam used to be like have um, we would do tape trades for like uh, birthdays yep. or Christmas. So yeah. we'd be like, yo, uh, like, hey, you know, I'm supposed to buy this for Jason. I know it's like parental <laughs> advisory, but his parents don't care. And then and then he would do the same. Like, yeah, I'm supposed to buy this one for Lee. You know, that's and, like, smart. And then and then we would tape them for each other. So that's how we would get it. So that's that, smart. Yeah, yeah. I remember like one. I think one Christmas I got fucking Enter the Thirty Six Chambers. The uh, the uh, Scarface the Diary yeah. and like doggy style all around, oh around the God. same time yeah. like it's crazy West Coast hip hop had, had a profound effect on me like that changed everything oh, for absolutely. me it was just like eye opening and, and I always try to tell people like I don't think there's ever been if you lived through the Snoop Dogg hype like yeah. post uh, chronic yeah. pre doggy style like I don't know if there's ever been uh, higher anticipation oh for a debut God. album like it was crazy unbelievable yeah I, I mean, think the closest thing to, to, to that anticipation was maybe 50 yeah uh, but like it, it was crazy. I mean, I would say fifty, or I would say Drake. Drake, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. there's never been such a phenomenon uh, like uh, as a Snoop Dogg since probably fifty or Drake. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's huge. It was huge. And by the way, let's give Snoop like credit for longevity. He's like Absolutely. reinvented himself. He's lasted. He's, he's in he, the new he, Psy video. <laughs> he's become a pop culture icon rather <laughs> yeah. than just yeah. a music. Yeah, totally <clears throat> icon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, the coolest dude ever, and I smoked a joint with him one time. So shout out to me. Wait, that's it. <laughs> so did it fix your glaucoma? Uh, no, I did. I actually don't. Uh, I don't currently have glaucoma, so maybe it did heal that. <laughs> but I also don't even smoke weed. It was just like one of those things where you have to if you're around. Mm-hmm. Me. See, I, was I like, don't I'm know. Do this. I don't know whether like that means like, you're a bad person to ask whether it was like strong weed or not. It wasn't strong <laughs> weed. I, I used to. I used to smoke a lot and okay. then i quit okay uh, for the longest and then when i was around him i was like i'm gonna smoke these blunts with him mm-hmm. and uh and i didn't even get i didn't get super high but it was like a sativa okay and actually the guy that i went over th- w- there with was um the, he called him back over and was like yo this weed's not strong enough bring me in a different strand so like <laughs> i know that it wasn't great weed anyways if you're just tuning in this is doug benson's podcast yeah like- <laughs> <laughs> <Karen>. <laughs> Um, oh, I love how my mom has become a meme on totally. this show. Yeah, I've been yeah. loving it. Yo, Karen's awesome. <laughs> yeah, 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 shout out. Shout I, had out. Her, I had her on the podcast. It's literally my most popular episode. That's awesome. People, yeah. people went apeshit for it. It was funny. I'm going to do another one in October. I think everyone should experience your podcast because it makes me want to listen to like all your backlog. You, you know? know? Like, yeah. Oh, thanks. I, fuck, you just got here. You're already like a fan. I'm, no, I'm it's loving true. It. I'm on board. No, I'm okay. on board. I, lo- I love podcasts, I'd honestly. I'd like to I'm do a, a podcast huge... with Karen. Yeah, hey, you can. Yeah. But just make sure like there's nothing inappropriate said because I don't want to beat you up. No, she does not curse. <laughs> yeah, you're right. She, my She's mom not just a she just retired this year. Oh, so congratulations yeah, to her. She, there you go. I went up there and I surprised her oh. for uh, for her, her like party. I guess. What mm-hmm. did mom, What did mom do? Uh, she was an elementary school counselor. What did you guys' parents do? Uh, our dad was a company man for IBM and Citibank. Oh, wow. Um, he is one of the guys who, as he explained it to me, he's one of the guys who basically said all the um the 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 uh. He he's one of the inventors of online banking, which is pretty Get dope. Yeah yeah, 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 really. Pretty awesome. Yeah, that's that's crazy because yeah. like that's completely how I bank now. But <laughs> if, it were, if it were for laundry day and needing to get quarters, I would never enter a bank again. You, know <laughs> you I mean? also don't use a printer. I don't use printers. I just the reference for that uh, for you guys that are listening is behind the scenes. I just put these guys up on airline apps because they were like, "Do you have a printer yeah. so we can print our tickets?" I said, "What the fuck?" I said, "Don't do that." I said, "What year is this, yeah. bro?" What year is this? <laughs> um, 2014. And our our mom had a bunch of careers. She was a um she was a magazine writer and, and editor. editor. 
uh, until what, what until magazines? I was born. Uh, like Family Circle, like women's um, oh, yeah, like yeah. crafts, you know, sort of things back in the seventies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. So, so she likes to say that her biggest thing was like teaching people how to buy like a, a proper winter coat. You there know? you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, what potters to best match your windows? There you go. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, so, you've read her stuff. So, so were you guys? Was you guys' uh, house and home very? No, very that's why well it's weird. Yeah. Oh no. Wait, no, no, it was. Together, oh, yeah, it was. yes. Well, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, was it very? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so. Uh, they also here's here's what our parents were really good at. Yeah. They let us like sort of like be creative. Yeah. They they really um, encouraged it like a lot, and yeah. they they wanted us all to be individuals. And the best, I think, one of the best things that they ever did was uh, when we said we wanted to repaint the basement with baseball logos, like life size yeah. logos for all thirty teams. Wow! They let us. Wow! Right? Like Eric ended up in Sports Illustrated for kids. Shout to me. Shut <laughs> up. Yeah. yeah. That's tight. Yeah. I used to be a subscriber to that. Oh, there you go. You might have seen me in it. I probably, I may have you taken may it have, out and hung it on my wall. You may have flipped by that yeah. page real I, quick. I may have been a fan of yours since I was 12 years old. <laughs> who, who knew? Who well, knew? I was a fan of yours when you were in fourth grade and you were rapping, so. <laughs> Wait, you, you, you were like a big fan of my rat tail at the time? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Fuck, yeah. I wasn't actually a fan of what you were saying. I was just, your look. <laughs> right. Very strong look. Yeah, I, was, you, you, I loved I your, your, your Zubaz pants and your fucking pseudo mullet were amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Very oh, aggressive, thanks. I thought. Uh, I, I believe Zubas are coming back, by the way. Oh, they yeah, are. For sure. yeah. I mean, I'm wear- these sweatpants that I have on are like, they're called Zanrobes, but I feel like they're borderline modern Zubaz pants. <laughs> they are in the Z family. They're, so. they're the Z family yeah. for sure. They just don't have the zebra stripes, but uh, they're very Zubaz-ish. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you, how did you get, how did your folks meet? Were they college sweethearts? Are they no. still together? No. Um, okay, so our parents met. They were both from Silver Spring, Maryland. Yeah. Um, and they met on a blind date in New York City. Get out through um through uh through family friends. Oh, so they were both living in New York. Yeah. yeah. And did they did oh. the people know that we're hooking them up that like that they were from the same place? Yes. Oh, okay. Because uh, it, so uh, our parents each each set of their parents had a mutual friend. Oh. I think the Flaxes, right? Yeah, the, the flaxes, and, yeah. and they they set them up. Yeah. And as she, as it happens, our dad lived in our mom's building for like a minute. Yeah, and yeah. so they and may they have known like, each other. They may have seen each other on the elevator. Wow. and didn't even know it. But yeah, and, how crazy uh, is that? Very small yeah. world. But then, um, yeah, then they they lived on Roosevelt Island where I was born for uh, a couple of years. Yeah, and then up to Westchester, and then uh, then they moved down to. They decided that once all the kids were out of the house, they were just like, um, we're going to build our dream house yeah. in uh, North Carolina where they had made a bunch of friends on um, a vacation. Okay. I thought you were going to say on MySpace. I was like, what? On MySpace, you know, our parents are very, they, they were their top adopters. eight kept, kept yeah. expanding. Yeah. yeah. But it was all people from North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so uh, they built a dream house. And then very soon after, our father got sick and passed away. But yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. What, did he, what, what did he get sick with? Uh, esophageal uh, cancer. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So, was that, so like super quick. Was that quick? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like, like uh, a few months. Or... No, the two way, months maybe. The way it works. How old were you guys? Uh, uh, this is like a few years ago. Yeah. This is, like oh. this is four, five years five ago. Years ago. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. 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 Uh, what happens is esophageal cancer has the same sort of symptoms as acid reflux, which our dad had for his entire life. So yeah. the doctors look at it and they're just like, Oh, you I just mean, have heartburn, bro. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Take yeah. some whatever that medicine yeah. is. Yeah. Um, and and so it, it really did happen suddenly. And actually, that and our uncle. Um, who's not related to our dad. He was yeah. married to our dad's sister. Okay. He passed away like uh, nine weeks. Uh, no, uh, he passed away yeah, nine weeks earlier yeah. from uh, pancreatic cancer. So it was just like wow. boom, boom. Like, and yeah. all of a sudden, like, 
the men in the family are just like you we're know. the oldest guys like yeah. you know, living, which is just wild. Yeah, right? well, my my uh, the males in my family die early as well. Really? Yeah, b- both my grandfathers died. Uh, one of them died when he was only like fifty eight, I think, oh, wow. of like a massive heart attack, just boom. And then my mom's dad died uh, of a heart attack as well when he was like sixty two, I think. Holy cow! And, and yeah, well, no, and then the crazy thing is, uh, everybody that listens knows this. My mom, I mean, but uh, my dad has uh, Alzheimer's now, and so he and he got that. We found out when he was fifty four. Oh my god! So like that whole thing of like the males getting sick early does it right. make you think about your mortality? Because I and I asked that because like knowing that about the males on my side like it super makes me yeah. worry and like i'm like oh fuck i'm probably gonna die young like i need to hurry and get yeah. shit done you know um, what I mean? uh, first of all i'm sorry no no, yeah, yeah. no 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 need to apologize and and jensen did well, tell it, us eric, it's eric's fault so that's <laughs> why he's apologizing <laughs> he's, no, yeah. by the way that's the same joke jensen made on his podcast friend, i said no need to apologize he goes i'm like it's not your fault and he goes well that's what yeah. i can tell you so our our, our friend jensen yeah. um did did give us a heads up. He's like, "Yo, you have to listen to this rap about oh, Alzheimer's." Yeah, yeah. He's like, "It's really, Thanks. really, yeah, really yeah. dope." Oh, thank you, man. Um, yes, it does make me think about more. T- not, right. not maybe that, not maybe not esophageal cancer specifically. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I do, I do think about it. I've always felt this rush. I have dreams where I'm running or trying to catch a train yeah. or like you know, just missing something. Um, I do feel that rush. Yeah. I, I've always wanted to get things done early. When I went to college, I felt this, this need to, you know, not go to grad school. My parents were like, why don't you just like study arts and arts and sciences and get a broad sort of perspective and yeah. then go into film in grad school. I was like, I just need to get this done I got now. Shit to do, man. I'm, I'm on my way. Yeah. Um, I wanted to get ahead of my competition, the whole thing. Yeah. I do feel like that, that rush all the time. Um, I, you know, life is short. You're, you're I want to make the most of it. I mean, realistically, well, yeah, that's, what, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. You guys well, are hustlers. Eric is more than I am. I'm like super lazy. Really? Um, yeah. Well, what's the team dynamic then? If he's the hustler, like what? Like break down. Like why isn't your other brother Dan part of the team? Like what mm-hmm. is it about mm-hmm. you guys' chemistry that made it a thing? I don't know. Um, well, I think w- one of the things is that like you know I have a twin brother. Is he? Are you guys identical or fraternal? no fraternal? So okay. he's like six, six inches shorter than I am. No shit. Yeah. yeah. So can you shoot the lights out? <laughs> you, I cannot. I'm no? terrible at basketball. That's that's a pity i feel like <laughs> yeah. you know I'm i feel like there's unathletic. a lot of good jewish shooting gifts. guards yeah. yeah yeah um but what's it called so uh why do we work together i mean well okay so i have a twin brother yeah he was working like we we split up for college yeah. he went to indiana i went to boston university why do you go to indiana uh he went for their sports management program okay um so it wasn't like we have to get away from each other it was yeah. just like you know i'm fine with him going where He's he just wants like, to go I, just, I just like larry bird and i want to yeah, go to indiana that's it that's <laughs> yeah. it yeah. yeah yeah and then um although larry bird did not go to no, indiana, indiana state yeah yeah oh okay my bad well, yeah it was the state it's, though <laughs> it was nice meeting you um i mean it was, it was all right yeah I, I think i think dan we all wanted to do our different thing we didn't we didn't plan on yeah. you know, doing hip-hop sketch comedy Obviously. right you know um, well wait why did you go to boston you i just uh i wanted to go to a city campus for one yeah um and then i was just like, oh, like uh, I like the campus a lot. Um, I like the the idea of diversity, which yeah. I found out is sort of a crock of shit. Like they <laughs> in Boston. Well, because they say that it's the number two most diverse school in the country, and yeah. it turns out that like first of all, there's no black kids there, yeah. and um, everybody is Asian, and they all stick together. Uh, and yeah, so it's yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. I guess it's and then everybody else is from my hometown. So I was just like, well, this is not diverse and this is not different but yeah. it's it's fine um I, I i had a fine time there i didn't really go to class what did you study uh not much <laughs> <laughs> um american studies um, what does that even mean it, it just question. means anything I, I i basically wrote about hip-hop okay um, yeah and then um, also american like, studies means like oh, i was studying fucking smoking weed and listening to wu-tang no if only if i was that exciting yeah. <laughs> i uh 
I drink apple. I used to drink apple juice and, um, listen, and listen to Southern rap. Yeah, yeah. 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 It makes me gassy. Yeah. So yeah. I don't. I don't fuck with I apple am juice. So sorry, Eric will apologize sorry about, about the males yeah. in your family. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to apologize for about your gas. Yeah. Um, but uh, but what's it called? So. Uh, as for why Dan and I don't work together, um, not I, it's not necessarily yeah. like why don't why isn't he a part of the mm-hmm. clique? That's not what I meant. I was did just, he send you? He is. <laughs> he is. He is part of the clique and, yeah. and and wants to be a part of it in some right. way. But I think he knows we were both living at home. You yeah. know, there was that. There you go. And, and I think creatively too, we connect right. on a on a different level than. Well, maybe. so when you guys when we mentioned foreshadowing earlier with the video editing stuff, I'm wondering if like. When there's a group of brothers, it seems like there's always two that are pitted against another one, and it changes. The dynamic changes sometimes. Sometimes these two brothers link up and team up against another one, but I, it makes me wonder, like, did, were you guys the team more as a kid? No, no, no. no. I think I, I was definitely closer with Dan as a kid. Yeah. I think I yeah. think all three of us, uh, we've actually grown... Well, we've we've always been very close, all yeah, three yeah, of us. Yeah, I, I don't want to, like, say, like, I was closer with Dan and not closer with Eric. Right, it was right. just that, you know, Dan and I had all the same friends growing up and the same we genetics same. technically technically yeah. yes yeah they, well they, i mean they spend time in the womb like, yeah, yeah. I, and i also went off to college and they had like right. their formative years together yeah, yeah. um but i i do want to say the three of us still live together right now oh, really? we have a three bed two bath place yeah. uh in new york which works out great for the three of us and we we hang dan will invite us to three bedrooms but you guys still sleep in bunk beds i heard yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. that's yeah. tight well we yeah, take turns yeah, then then there's, there's two way. in one bed and yeah. then there's one in the other one Right. That's great. Yeah, the third their bedroom's empty. I mean, I, that, <laughs> yeah. that should go uh, said. But I but I think uh, we all have a good sort of like we've we've grown into like you know nice nice people. Yeah, I think. Yeah. And and we all respect each other's like individuality yeah. and space and. But and, yeah, so Dan will invite us to like Yankees games right. and we'll invite him to concerts and right. you know right. it's a nice trade off. That is cool. Yeah, because yeah. you were mentioning your brother sells tickets for the Yankees. He does. Yes. He's a ticket salesman. Well, he's, he's, no, he's. Or, He's like the, the guy the, who he's the dude. His 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 um his clients are like Lauren Michaels from SNL oh, wow. or like Mayor Mike Bloomberg or yeah. like so different people like that. Yeah. So when it's when like someone you know when they need to get things done they go to Dan. That's yeah. that's, the, yeah. that's the thing. But um but maybe one day we'll all work together and figure something out. Yeah. Um Dan's you know a very smart mind and we just have to see where we all connect on that yeah, level, yeah, you know. Yeah, um, on some level I think like we I think the hope is that we end up like the Emmanuel brothers but mm-hmm. like better functioning yeah yeah why not and with all of our digits you know (laughs) right um but i think i think where jeff and i connect um it's a good uh it's a good finger joke yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) i think uh i think we work we we work well together if uh if it comes to like writing a sketch like i'll start it or jeff will start it and then we'll just like trade it back and forth or if we're doing like a list for complex or something we'll just split it down the middle and like write you know what we have to write and and everything is sort of democratic we we look we're seven years into this like we yeah. understand how each other works we right. live together work together right it's, we're brothers we get it yeah. Yeah. yeah but also i mean like i will say that even though we have like one distinct sort of um brand like we both definitely have like our own voices and like mm-hmm. i can tell if i were to like look at something i i, I think that our like most like hardcore fans can probably tell like you know the differences in like our tweets or like uh you know yeah yeah right mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah i mean dude when you guys tweet dick pics i can tell who's, who's there you who, go there so. you go <laughs> no actually, i always go blue with it i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> i take it straight to the gutter it's terrible yeah. i was gonna say they look exactly the same yeah <laughs> genetics yeah. there you go you know? so where did where did the sense of humor come from did you were your parents funny as a kid or, or was it just boredom in, in, in like is is westchester wait, wait, yeah, west westchester yeah. is that, westchester is, that, is not a hot is bed a, for comedy is it, i know it's a small town like a sleepy town like what's westchester about no oh, well, it's it's a county yeah like so we come from harris 
Harrison, yeah, which, is the, which is the town. Okay. Um, and next door to Rye, like I was telling you, Rye yeah. Playland, the amusement, the amusement park. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I can say my influences. Yeah. Like, I, and I think I, we share I don't a lot think of it was things. from like our like immediate surroundings. I'll well, say that. Right. Well, I, I would imagine. Well, and the reason I ask is if it is like a boring place. Like where I'm from is a very boring place. If you're not an outdoorsman, so I grew up watching tv all the fucking time yeah. that was it yeah. tv and movies like i lived that you yeah know, and music and that was it i mean well I- i'll say this about our parents by the way yeah. funny funny in different ways yeah. like our father by the way like when we were uh this is probably like 2003 or four or something like that um he uh he and my mom uh were listening to some music in their kitchen um and they were listening to a John Denver song, and our mother grabbed our father and asked him to dance with her in the a- kitchen. In the kitchen, yeah. to this John Denver song, and dad, <laughs> which, by the way, had just come up on iTunes. Like it wasn't like yeah, it was this was like uh, you know what they listened to all the time. Right, right. it just came up, and yeah. I, for- I forget what song it is. It's but- Rocky Mountain High. All right, okay. yeah. and and dad was just like. He was like, no, he's like, the man just died. Like, <laughs> have some respect. Like, um, but our mom, our mom has a good sense of humor, too. But what they brought into our lives was like um, Mel Brooks and Carl Reiner. Yeah. Or uh, watching Saturday Night Live. Of course. Or, you know, we were talking about this the other day, like letting us like see like UHF. Right. Yeah. Or or exposing us to um, Mad Magazine or all these different things that right. sort of like gave us some sort of base you know, in respect for comedy in the yeah. first place. Yeah. And then yeah. like, you know, then we find things on our own, like Groundhog Day or like yeah. Dumb and Dumber or yeah. like, you know, whatever and then, else. And then that sort of like graduates into like uh, Wes Anderson movies or Coen Brothers movies. Right. And like all that like has developed our minds. I think also the time we spent on like family trips together, you know, you sort of like develop your own language and your own shorthand and then things just sort of evolve. Yeah. Um, and I think as, as has our hip hop, you know, likes too, you know, um, we still don't listen to MC Hammer now, you know, like yeah. th- we've, maybe we've, you don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, but no, but, but so all these things have like sort don't of like pumps in a bump. No, I hear, I hear you. I hear you. But yeah, so yeah. we've, 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 uh, we I'm have, glad that you like latter day, <laughs> just, <laughs> just yeah. hammer late blue. Yeah. 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 I, li- I liked him when he went through his fucking, you know, boner dress, phase dress, <laughs> beyond the boner <laughs> phase. It, that I think around the time of that same record, when he wasn't in speedos, he was dressed in all black head to toe, like yeah. a gangster. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, was very, it was very funny. I'm that was like, when he dropped the MC from it. Yeah. It was just, yeah. Hammer. Yeah. just hammer. Yeah. Ugh. terrible times. He was, he was a ball boy. Yeah. Yo, shouts to Ben behind the boards. He's making the shit sound buttery. Yeah, Look at yeah, him yeah. suffering through the heat. <laughs> what you guys don't know is that room that he's in is 20 degrees hotter than this one for some reason. Cause oh. like there's no ventilation in it. It's terrible. I'll tell you what Ben's suffering from. Success. Success. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. DJ Khaled. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Okay. They don't love you no more. <laughs> they don't. They don't love you no more. But I've changed a lot. Yeah. Um. Where were we? We were talking about. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I know. Where, yeah. But before that, I was going to actually ask uh, as a total aside to what you guys were talking about. Yeah. What was your uh, first SNL cast that you fell in love with? Like, um, w- was it the Sandler cast? Or? Um. Yes. But then, like, I went back. And yeah. I, I liked, um, like, late 80s also. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, like, you know, like... Uh, I grew up on that early 90s one yeah. with, like, right. Spade and Well, Sander I was going to say, Spade, Spade... Farley. Spade was, was my favorite. Was the best. Farley. Like, that sarcasm yeah, lives on inside of us. Absolutely. Like, if you watch anything, it's a it's a definitely, like, David Spade-inspired. Right, like, right. And I still, like, love to see him on, like, you know, doing panel on shows. Like, yeah. and it's just, like... No, he's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, totally. He just yeah. did uh, Fallon, like, a mm-hmm. month ago or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. What were you guys like in school? Huh. Good, good students. Yes, I, I was. 
I think I could have done better. I I was misplaced in like different classes. How I, so? What do you mean? I uh, I feel like I was smarter than like my grades uh, sort of read. You, you know? Were pro- well, you were probably like I don't think I I don't you think were I bored. You, yeah, I, I didn't put the work have, in. You didn't, honestly. To, you didn't have to apply yourself. Yeah. Uh, or well, no, I. I just I, I I don't know what it was. I was just I know I remember when I went to high school and like I'm very I don't know which side of the brain this left brain yeah. right like social studies and art and yeah, stuff yeah. like that band and like music. No, uh, I think that's right minded, isn't oh, it? Yeah. Okay. Well, are you left handed? I feel like a left minded right-handed. person would know uh, that. I'm le- I'm right minded because I'm left handed. Oh, and so you're smarter than the rest of us. No, I'm just very truth. I'm creative is what it is. I think that's what the right mind is is the creative side. Gotcha. It's like the linguistic side too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, I always thought maybe I was left-handed because I shot my basketball like with the left hand. Yeah, well, it's a lot of in a lot of people, right right. <laughs> a lot of people will get fucking trained from a kid like take that pencil out of your left hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. uncle is supposed to be left-handed, but the the nuns used to really, yeah, whip him with a ruler when he would pick up his left hand. He was that like a, sucks. The, the devil hand. Yeah. So, yeah. um, but what were we saying? Oh, uh, we were uh, talking just about, about how I was a great student. Oh yeah, Jeff was good. And was Dan a great student too, or did that? So run? okay, so here's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I was a great student, and I didn't have to try hard. Yes. Like, I, I didn't take notes. I didn't yeah. do anything. So and then I was great at that. Dan tried really, really hard and was, like, not as great, but, like, good. Yeah. Um, and then around uh, sophomore, junior year, I just, like, stopped. Yeah. And I like, I, mean, like, I was cruising because I was just like, who Same, even cares? But, like, and, but I was still getting, like, you know, great grades. You know what it was for me? AP classes. Once I fi- figured out that you could take an AP class mm-hmm. – Get a B and it still counted as an A. I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna be chilling then. Well, like I, I remember I fell asleep during a test because yeah. I was just like, you want to know what? Like I'm gonna get like a 95 anyway, and I did get a 95, but I, I took a nap. Yeah. Um, and I remember Dan sitting next to me and like having to actually sweating. Yeah. Just fucking stressed. So, uh, Dan finished 33rd in the class, and I finished 34th. Get out. Yeah. It was like the tortoise versus the hare. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> That's amazing that you guys ended up right next to each other, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I finished second in my gra- in my class. Did you but, really? I mean, I graduated with 68 people, though. So. Well, shouts to you. That's yeah, pretty awesome for you. 68 people. Salutatorian. Yeah, so you, you gave a speech. Uh, no, we didn't. I didn't give a speech. Wow. Well, Victorian wow. didn't. That was it. Oh. Uh, did your class president speak? I don't even know. If oh. we ha- I don't know. Maybe. Um, I don't, dude, I graduated uh, a by long the way, time ago. Well, you know what's fucked up? Yeah. Uh, sorry, Karen. Um, <laughs> Dan and I were split up in the yearbook because Heather Rosenthal no transferred to our school from uh, Arizona, I think. Yeah. Um, our senior year. It's fucked. Yeah. Um, That's fucked up. You yeah. know what? I think it's it's funny. I, I treated school like an apprenticeship, like yeah. uh, uh, college. Yeah. I went out there. But really, in retrospect, what school did – that was wonderful was just like made me into a grown up, you know, yeah. like relationships yeah. and like meeting other people and buying stuff like on your own, right? Yes. Like supporting yourself, having to understand budgeting and stuff. Yeah, yeah. that that really like, man, the moment I went to school and I uh, like, I don't even know if this is a thing anymore, but balancing a checkbook. Oh, I know. Oh, uh, no, I know. Like no. I well, called home and I was like, what is you, going on? Well, you guys probably still balance checkbooks because you still use printers and stuff. That's right. That's right. right. But That's like, right. I, I just log on to Wells Fargo. You Maybe know we're just I mean? old timey. That's just yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's charming. Maybe we call. just call miss it charming. <laughs> that, that, uh, early, you know, yeah. checkbook. <laughs> you guys swag. Live. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I like what I I, lo- I love what you're saying there because I talk to so many kids, and when I say talk to so many kids, I mean that I, I hit on so many girls yeah, that yeah, are yeah. still in college, right? Um, <laughs> that are just like, I'm like, oh, what do you do? I go to school. Well, what are you going to school for? I don't, you know, I'm just going to school, and like 
Are these girls dancers? (laughs) You know, (laughs) uh, if they keep twerking, they might get them a scholarship. That's all I'm trying to say. But uh, (laughs) my point is, is what I wish I would have done with college is what you're talking about. Like, be in college, but like go out and get it. You know what I mean? Like, go do internships, go apprentice with people, go like reach out to people who are you a fan of. Because sometimes a fucking nice email that you send to people like can get you places. You know what I mean? I will say that's like that is how my college experience ended. Yeah. But yes, Eric is the king of reaching out to people and has like taught well, numerous friends of ours. I love the Kanye story because it's like no one would think to do like most people don't right. think to do that. Right. But it's like that dude, like right now, if you're a fan of like some rapper on the come up, chances are if you sent them a fucking email, they'll, yeah. they'll somebody in their camp will respond to them. And if you're offering them something cool, they'll yeah. take it. Here's what it is: yeah. it's having a good message, it's having the right subject line, yes. and it's figuring out their email. Now a lot more people do it, I'm sure. But at the time, like it just this was revolutionary, and it was cutting out that middleman. It was stopping the like it was getting past that barrier eventually. Yeah. It was like not dealing with secretaries, right? Or, like you. Like, uh, hit up like the CEO of Canon. I did well, yeah, to get like my money back or whatever. But like, yeah. I would do, I would do things like I D- would meet, DJ Cannon. You mean that's right? Yeah, yeah. Don, oh, Cannon. Don Cannon. Don, Don yeah. Cannon. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, it was more like it was more like I want to meet with Lior Cohen. I'm going to. Yeah. And so and we did. You wow. know, or like it was. You know, it's the real. It should be on vibe.com or it should be on whatever you know website we were pitching AOL, to. AOL, or, yeah. And we would get those meetings because of that, not knowing yeah. anything. I'll tell you this. Here's what here's what people should respect about us is that we do hustle. Yeah. Like we have made something out of nothing. We had no industry contacts. Yeah. We had no like reason to to you know succeed. Two Jewish kids from Westchester, right? from Westchester County who just love hip hop and are making videos and they just caught on, you know, it's just a lot of hard work. It's, it's dedication. It's, it's, high quality and and consistency and, you know and, and you guys take great angles on things too thank you thank you uh like because i and I, we i mentioned this to you guys already so it'll be mm-hmm. not be new to you but like the thing that that really shines through is that you're not a couple of fucking sn- like you are snarky dudes but mm-hmm. it's not like you guys are are laughing at the culture right you're you're clearly enamored with the culture and yep. and and you understand it and you've chosen to be a part of it and yeah. you're laughing with it not at it you right. know what i mean thank you thank you for uh, saying that yeah absolutely we, we've gone through great pains to make that the case yeah because like you know people could say a lot of things on the internet because people are anonymous and it is what it is mm-hmm. but then like we show our faces so yeah yeah so if you're gonna say something to us like say it to our face because these fools will fuck you up well we yeah. will we will that's the thing can people see how big we are <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll say you're taller than i thought you were gonna be <laughs> jensen compares me to a tree <laughs> just got long reach a, yeah. a very young birch tree there yeah. you go <laughs> um, a sapling thank yeah, you yeah. <laughs> This is the worst. I'm just, um, I'm just saying, like, yeah, you, you may have, you may be tree-like in stature, but your arms are definitely twiggy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but no, we, we actually, um, everything we've done has been like different, right? Yeah. And we do have that singular point of view and and that perspective, and I think that's what people respect artists too. You know, yeah. there's a reason that Slaughterhouse will like you know, agree to do a video with us where we make them into a boy band. Or that, like, Mano, Mano doesn't, like, mess with anybody. Yeah, but, like, and, and Mano, like, Mano's, like, Mano's, like, whole shtick, like, not shtick, but his whole thing is, like, he's... He's unfuckwithable. He's super fucking hard. Yeah, right, exactly. Like, that's a dude who started rapping because he's, like, I'm, I want to get out of jail and do something yeah, with yeah. my he life. Yeah, he has a giant scar across his face. Yeah, it's yeah. not a paper cut. Like, he's no. a tough <laughs> yeah. motherfucker. It's not a paper cut. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. He's, no, he's, and we, we said this in a meeting today, actually. We brought this up. We're, yeah. like... We love Mano. We would like trust him with our family, even though he did a bid for kidnapping. But like, yeah. 
It's true. It's true. Uh, but it's hilarious He's that it's true. Wonderful yeah. guy. Yeah. Shreesaw's very nice. Yeah. Our best Mano story is that uh, one Friday night at like 3 o'clock in the morning, um, I was in Brooklyn. Eric was at home. And Eric was like, uh, Mano wants to come over. Yeah. And so I had to like rush up from Brooklyn. Um, and I come home and Mano is waiting outside 3 o'clock in the morning in a Bentley. His Bentley. And so he was like, get in. And so we drove around for an hour listening to our music. And he's like slamming on the gas being like, you motherfuckers got it right. Like, <laughs> like how trippy is that? Like, That's crazy. there's a lot of moments in our, in our, in our career where we just sort of look back. We're like, how did this ever happen? Yeah. But so then we, we get out of the car and, um, we pull in, uh, like Eric and I walk into our apartment and our doorman who, you know, our doorman like don't know what we do. Yeah. They just see laundry. us like do yeah. laundry. Right. Um and so they like see us get out of a Bentley and at like, three o'clock in the morning. Why y'all crackers hanging out with Mayno? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're like they're they're they know for sure that we're drug dealers. Yes. Like they're just like so positive. <laughs> yeah. They never ask any questions. They're just like, Okay guys, yeah. do, do you? Yeah. <laughs> right. I like that you think that our doormen are like red fox. <laughs> 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 we don't have dormant in California. Yeah. I have no idea you know, like who would fill that role. So so on I, I I don't know why I did this, but on the way on the way out here, uh or before we came out here, I made this playlist uh that's all Timberland. Like all everything I have in my iTunes, yeah. like rare stuff like John Doe stuff. Like, yeah, weren't you just tweeting about Magoo or something? I was yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. That was funny. That was a funny tweet. tweet. That was an Eric yeah, tweet. That was but, a funny tweet. But like all the all the Timberland that I have, like yeah. hours and hours and hours of this stuff. Yeah. And um included in there obviously is is bubba sparks and he has so many mentions of cracker and like yeah it's yeah. just like i it seems it that makes it seem so long ago it's just like a term that doesn't even like resonate anymore yeah but um i always see like macklemore say hunky oh um, yeah that's, and, and i'm just like that's the corniest it is thing so corny. oh that's funny I'll, super I'll, corny <laughs> Um, Sorry, I know white rappers talking about Macklemore. You I'm, know, whatever. I'm not, yeah, yeah. Well, no, stereotypes. I, I like the dude. I had him. On, I had him on my old podcast. Cool. Um, like uh, he did a video similar to what I was telling you. Yeah. Well, he did one of those on a, on um, a, a channel that I used to operate called Knocksteady. Okay. And he did um, Can't Hold Us two years before he became wow. a number one smash. Yeah. Um, so yeah, get up on that shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, but um, nah, yeah, he's a really good dude. And but yes, he has. We've he, heard he's that he's a very great. Guy. He's been making some questionable decisions the jew the the jewish mask thing not, was very strange not great very we, strange decision we have a we have a friend who's a, a friend of his and we have another friend who yeah. just went to work for him so yeah that, well that, yeah exactly that yeah. being said i'm really good friends with um his guitarist budo and like okay. last time i was in seattle we had dinner together cool. it was right after that incident and and budo is jewish yeah mm-hmm. i was like Doc, what like <laughs> what was that and wait did like, he look exactly like macklemore with the mask on <laughs> <laughs> indeed no he looks nothing like that but he uh but i was like yeah what the fuck like what happened and he's just like i don't know we just didn't think of it like yeah yeah, i think when you get that famous that quick like you don't think like oh yeah oh yeah wait i look like a racist stereotype it's just like you're you're like that's a dude who's been doing it for 10 years like we have you know what i mean and and it's like when you blow like when you're used to being the underground dude who just can do whatever you want and no one takes notice of it then you're fucking famous it must be crazy as shit yeah so so uh, billboard asked me to write this piece uh, last week about drake and his relationship with sports right so i did a lot of research like on all of his his involvements yeah. with sports, and one of the things uh, that I that kept his coming in my head with Steph Curry. Yes, well, yeah, <laughs> I think that's really funny, but uh. but I think I think the idea of of like you, I don't know, it's it, it's shocking to me that someone like on his level doesn't realize 
when he's you know doing the limp brush that this could become a thing right or like i think right. he totally realizes it no I, uh, well i, I disagree like I, maybe he's going meta with it like oh, I, I i'm gonna do some i'm gonna do some sus shit right now just because like it'll be fun well i don't think now. like he does it like with the intention of doing it yeah but i think he's just like i'm just gonna do me and i know that like people are gonna freak out about anything now, i do now, do, I don't do you think when he got his ass eaten and it ended up on media takeout that he that <laughs> while he was doing that he was going this is gonna start a trend oh right this is gonna start a trend yeah let's <laughs> let's just talk facts right now I, yeah <laughs> media media takeout media takeout is where i go for all my hard hashtag facts i think he actually sat next to like someone who had a limp brush and was just like hey, like an old woman or something right. he was like yeah. black pants you should yeah. do that can i borrow that i don't think he thinks about like oh my god there's a camera that goes side to side following the action and it's gonna right. get me because i'm sitting front row yeah right. i guess that's true so but, but like i watched videos from like you know 2011 when he threw a first pitch out at the at the cleveland indians game yeah. right and i'm and he does everything wrong he's sipping from a double cup yeah. he he's asked where his performance is and he goes in a well-populated area <laughs> um like it's just like he's like on some street that's closed off it's yeah. like what are you doing like yeah. he just looks unkempt and like i feel like at a certain point you just have to like know that like people are watching you yeah. if you're at a certain level of right. yeah but i mean like, he was obviously leaned up though i guess so but still um, don't get leaned up yeah throw your first pitch <laughs> yeah it is amazing hearing two Jewish brothers from a small town talking about being leaned up. I, I'm so about that. We life. love Southern rap. Yeah. How did you guys? Uh, oh, okay. We've we've delved into career stuff. So now yeah. let's delve into like um, or like, you, you know, you guys mentioned the career and it's kind of like postmodern if you don't know what you guys do. So let's talk about how that happened. Like, yeah. like, like what started this yeah. uh, b- before the day or like after the day camp? Yeah. What's the first video you guys put online? What was it? Our uh, first video was called um, uh, Deconstructing Biggie. Okay. And it was uh, looking at the line. This was uh, 2007. 2007? Okay. August. August of 2007. And this was um, the video where uh, we looked at the line, Don't be, uh, you max my style, you're admiring, don't be mad, UPS is hiring. Uh-huh. Biggie. Yeah. We looked at it from the UPS perspective. UPS drivers love it. Mm-hmm. I, I, no, I hate, hate it. it. Excuse yeah, me. hate it. And the DHL and the FedEx guys who thought it was the greatest thing in the world. Right, right. 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 Video did 40,000 views in a week and we're like, or in a night and we're like, let's do in it again night. next. Yeah, in a night. night. Wow. Yeah. And that was, uh, that was on YouTube? On, it still this is. is. Yeah. yeah. yeah that okay. was on YouTube. Now that was, 2007 is the year YouTube Actually, started? This was on Google Ish. Video. Google oh video. yeah, right. This yeah, was yeah. on Google Video before YouTube. Now it's on YouTube. Yeah. Um, next video we did was called, uh, we threw an early retirement party for Lloyd Banks. Well, time out. Let's, because the crowd that listens to this podcast is yes. heavy, heavy in the YouTube game. Yeah, like right. That's, that, let me that's say, a lot of YouTube find out about that. was around. Yeah. We did not upload it to YouTube. Right. No, that's we fine. Yet. But I think like the people that listen, they can appreciate stats and stuff like that. So right. 40,000 yeah. in a night, particularly at that time, that's yeah. crazy. That was yeah, good. Crazy. So how does that end up happening? Did you guys wake up and see it on like websites or no. blogs or like what okay, happened? So first of all, um, I think we can reveal that mm-hmm. Eric and I, um, we put in some work. Up, yeah, we put in some work. We delved into forums. Oh yeah, that were big at the time, and we yeah. were just like, oh, look, look at, at what video. these guys Check did. Yeah. yeah, under like fake names, where it's just undergroundhiphop.com, like UPS driver. Yeah, I don't even remember the names of the sites anymore. Yeah. Uh, Rap Godfathers. Yeah. Um, Def Sounds. Def Sounds. A, a lot yeah. of these places, and then and then it got picked up by blogs. Yeah. Like like not right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There weren't very many blogs right. back then. Um, right. Like. Just, just particularly give, like hosting videos, to give but, some, like, but you want to know who was big at the time? It was S O H H and yeah, yeah. all, all hip hop. Okay, yeah. And yeah. just to give some context, Nowrite was the first uh, site that was asked to join the Complex Media Network. We were number two. We we did not end up doing a deal with them, but it was this was early, right? Yeah. Um, and we so then we kept doing videos. So the next week we did 
Lloyd Banks, you know, retirement uh, party, which was supposed to be like the saddest retirement party. Obviously, Lloyd Banks has not retired. It was just that he hadn't put anything out. He wasn't right. popping. Right. Um, and so he wasn't popping. He wasn't. Was, we had a cake with his face on it. Like, yeah, we, like it, we were taking down the streamers because it was like the worst party. We had a sign that said like "Good luck, Banks." Like people would sign it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and that that video did that video did another forty thousand views. Yeah. Uh, because people were like, people thought that. Um, that Dipset had hired us oh, to go at, the beef at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. they thought that game had hired us. So like uh, there was a question of like, what is this? Right. So who are these white kids right. who know, who speak the language, who can comment on this and make something funny. Right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's yeah. also like the same time as like Dipset was like, uh, this might've been after they were, they were like, uh, Photoshopping each other for their MySpace pages. Yeah. And, like that and, beef, and then uh, and what was it? Uh, Cameron had said Curtis, or no? Yeah, somebody had said Curtis. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Well, that, that was but a little that was later. later. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. But but overall, um, we we knew that there was a, a lane. This is after Chappelle yeah. had, had you know stopped his show. Right. There was there was this lane online that we were like, we can do something consistent consistently and at a high quality where no one else is. You we guys had, saw right. a void in the market. We had yeah. a Canon XL well, two. We yeah. had we had Final Cut Pro, and we had the two of us, and we had our friends. Yeah, and we, yeah, and we had self imposed deadlines every monday morning at nine o'clock there you go so we would work throughout the night to to make something happen we so did you a, guys treated it you guys treated it as if you had a job to do yes right? oh yeah which and is by the, the way, big difference the, between people that are doing shit and not, aren't doing shit we were it? living at our parents house yeah um we would stay up till all hours just to finish this and our yeah. parents were a little wary of like what was going on but appreciated that we were doing like something and it yeah. got, that it got us so excited and yeah. if it wasn't exciting we wouldn't do it. Right. Like this was like everything to us. Right. Yeah. And then not long after that, it was maybe like six months in, maybe even less. It probably. Yeah. I feel like it was much less. Uh, Bun B reached out to us. He called us. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Added, like, I always nowhere. wondered about you guys. Okay, so that's another thing is I've always wondered about like your connections with the rappers yeah. because yeah. like y- you guys just put out the the record what like early this year or was it yeah. late last year? We put, well, out, we, last we put year. it out last year. Yeah. And we did the video this year. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's you, called Girls of the Dirty Souths. You guys have so many connections, but like so many features on there, though. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? And, yeah. and so it just made me wonder, like, how did that start? So Bun B just reaches out to you. Bun B reaches out to That's us. That's great. He calls up Eric one morning. He just saw a video of you guys and was like, you guys are funny. He, he saw had a been whole watching bunch. all the videos. Wow. One thing about Bun B is he's super ahead. He's up on shit. Yeah. yeah. Very up yeah. on shit. Um, he gets it. He knows. Yeah. He has a great sense of humor. Yeah. And he liked what we were doing. And no one else was doing anything like this. Yeah. So it was a chance for him to get involved. He's like, I'm coming up to New York. Can we make something happen? We're like, yes. He yeah. called me up and he goes, first time, long time. I mean, this is just like incredible. Shut it's, up. And to hear his voice, yeah. I'm just like, I know you, but I don't know you. Right, you right. You know? Yeah. And he turns out to be the nicest person. And you guys were already ever. fans of Southern Rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how, what, was the, what were the Southern Rap groups that you guys were into? You grew up on Outcast and shit like that? Yeah, or? Outcast, UGK. Yeah. I would say yeah. I was late to Outcast. Yeah. Um, Goody Mob. So you're, yeah. a, you're a Hey Ya fan? Is that what you mean? No, that, that, I, I love Hey Ya. Um, that is the exact brand of hip hop I love. I, I think to put um, it into perspective, Jeff's an Outcast fan, but he's not like begging to go to their concert. Right, right, like, right, right. Um, no, I love. Um, I would say like, you know, it's weird. Wow. It's like following like the string of like people that I loved in, in Southern hip hop. It'd be like you know going from like Ying Yang Twins to like Purple Ribbon, Purple Ribbon All Stars, and then like just going straight into like Gangsta Grills and DJ Smalls and yeah. every single like. Uh, well, Trick uh, Daddy was a big one. Trick, Trick Daddy was big. Trick Daddy, I wanted to get um, "I'm a Thug" to be my um, my prom song in in high school, <laughs> yeah. and um, they decided not to for some reason. That sounds strange. Yeah. Well, here's um, here's another one that had a big effect on. Seems kind of racist. I'll give you two. Yeah, they chose Madonna. What? Yeah. What? Like, and it was um, the one people? that was like Ray uh, of Light or something. No, like um, 
like this used to be my playground. <laughs> oh God. Uh, here's two that like really mattered a lot to us. No limit and oh, cash, yes. cash money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it was huge. Yeah, huge. Like yeah. everything. Like you went. Yeah, and right. By the way, and slip and slide was big for me. Like, uh, like so you go from like you know loving death row yeah. to like you know just like sports. It's like well, Snoop is going down to no limit. I'm gonna fuck with that. You know what? I think um, being like. I, even though we're from opposite sides of the country, we're both from kind of smaller areas, it mm. seems like. And when you're not living directly in uh, the the thick of a, of a hip-hop scene, like mm-hmm. I think the trajectory is probably very similar because it was the same for us up there. Yeah. It was like, man, when when the mainstream media was uh, was really grasping onto the chronic and, and the West Coast hip-hop, that's what we were into. And then yeah. all of a sudden in like 96, 97, it was mm-hmm. like Master P comes out, yeah. fucking, uh, you know, Mystical, all the, yeah, all yeah. the people. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like, that's we super got into that. And then cash money comes yep, and then, yeah. you know huge into cash money huge, huge which, which by money. the way shouldn't we shouldn't discount bad boy and everything that was happening like in new oh, york yeah, on, a, on a big pop level yeah too. absolutely because i we're not like it's not like mob deep speaks to us or like right. you know like different nas records may not but but Wait, i think that ben just pumped his fist for uh, cash money no he was telling us that was an hour uh, oh, okay. that's okay right. <laughs> we, that's fine though it's the signal i yeah. was like whoa huge cash money ben i guess like so happy it got mentioned ben, ben yeah. just literally dropped it like it's hot yeah <laughs> so ben behind the boards <laughs> make it make it sound, sound like butter, butter. Um, there you go. but what's it called uh yeah i mean now i listen to like migos and young thug and Absolutely. like yeah. johnny cinco There's and, a lo- yeah atlanta has some great shit happening right yeah. now migos and young thug i, I mean i like migos as much as like the backpackers will fuck hate those guys mm-hmm. they're, they're probably the most influential rappers of 2013 not only the most influential but the most fun they are yeah, the most absolutely fun. Like, fun like i was telling eric because like you know there there are commenters that we get who are like this is you guys are ruining hip-hop or whatever yeah, yeah. as in like the, it's the real stuff right. right and so i was thinking like it's so dumb first of all that like anybody would even say that because how could you possibly yeah um it's such a huge uh vast um you know culture it's but, the real yeah yeah yes yeah. it's the real it's so huge and vast <laughs> yeah um you've seen our wieners but sorry but um but what's it called uh you know i i you you hear like migos drop similar or like even weirder references than we would right like you know there's a song called island that uh, Migos and Rich the Kid have yeah and it's them just going splash water <laughs> island <laughs> trip 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 water island island and so but they they first of all it's an amazing song i love it and um one of the migos says something about gullah gullah island and then in the same song shouts out um uh like some other like bizarre thing and you're just like this is so crazy how is this like i mean and i know that nobody listens to migos for the lyrics but yeah. like their lyrics are just so good and so crazy and it's so not far from what we're doing yeah. which is really interesting um so we're next up but but point <laughs> point being though uh rappers rappers reached out to us yeah and then representatives from labels what'd you do with bun v we did a video. We did a video where we were his, um, not A and R's, but like his his image consultants. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, and we were doing stuff like we wanted him to be Trill Smith or um, you're right, uh, the Fresh Prince of the Texas State Fair. But right. it, was, it was based around. I think it was based around Opposite Day, though. I, oh, I remember right. that. Yeah. Um, but so that video was good. Clearly, like you know, things have ele- escalated and elevated, and obviously, right. to do something like Girls of the Dirty Souths with him, to yeah. even like invite a guy like that, a legend, Into to rap studio. with these two fools, yeah, yeah which, which was amazing. Yeah. But but across the board, whether it was um, doing uh, the sketches, 
where we had people like Slaughterhouse, we turned him into a boy band, or it was like getting Pete Wentz from Fallout Boy to do a Groundhog Day type video with in the Joe same Budden. video as Joe Budden, yeah. Um, whether it was um, you know Mano or or the Clips or whoever it was. And then going to doing interviews or, or, or yeah, how did you guys start the interviews? So um, when I was at uh, HBO, we also like HBO and AOL had teamed up to do that um, website. Uh-huh. So our AOL counterpart ends up moving to MTV um, and he's like, hey, do you guys want to do interviews for us? Like, yeah. No. No. We're like absolutely <laughs> we're not. We're not we're journalists. Like, we're not journalists. Yeah, we don't. You know, want to ask the questions like, which what, is so what fun- producers are you working which with? Which is so funny because the way I was introduced to you guys was through interviews. Like yeah. one day I got sucked in. Uh, pause. I, I, yeah. Do we play the pause game? I don't know. I do. Whatever. But you, uh, you win the pause game. I, I, got, yeah. I got sucked into a K hole of you guys's interviews, and I watched yeah. like thirty of them or something. And I was just like, oh my god, this is so fucking hilarious. Oh, thanks. And so my thing, I, I was like, oh, these guys are like journalists, but they're like <laughs> whimsical journalists. They're funny, right. and that was like and so then i realized like oh wait no these guys are like comedians basically and so but that was the thing is i at first i just thought you guys were journalists with an Mm -hmm. interesting angle no so here's what happened yeah first two interviews that mtv booked for us were quiz beats and the original mmg right two separate interviews yeah and if you watch them out if you dig them up on like the mtv player or whatever on mtv.com they're just so they're just done so dry but it's super flat and and there's there's no life in it. Yeah. And at a certain point, I'll give his name is Neil Gladstone. Yes. I'll give Neil credit. He was like, you should do, and this is a callback to one of our sketch videos, which was a play on Youngberg, uh, Youngberg's brother getting his chain stolen. Oh, yes. Right. Okay. And which was like big on MySpace. Yeah. And I think was taken by yeah, World Star. At one point, that was news. Yeah. Yeah. And so we did a video where it was like we're on the Upper West Side and. And I had gotten my chain stolen. Jeff's chain that said Jeff. And he was like, <laughs> and I was like, how could you steal my chain? It has my name on it. Right. <laughs> like, that's just, it's just stupid. It's yeah. like your name. And yeah. so we went into this thing. And because he did his AKAs, we were like, all right, like Jeff has AKAs and I'll have AKAs. But they were simple. Yeah. Right. It was like my uh, Jeff, AKA Guapo Slim, AKA give me my chain back. <laughs> and so then working for, for MTV, we were like, all right, well, let's. Neil was like, why don't you do some AKAs? And we're like, we don't want to, but I guess yeah, so. Yeah, we thought it was super corny. And then we did it, and then we added the gunshots, and then we changed the AKAs every time. Yeah. To be- so we have we have ones that are just like, yo, what up? It's Eric, AKA uh, the baggage handler, AKA catch a case. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, AKA shoot a boy in blue, AKA Papa Smurf. <laughs> so, and... <laughs> And we have hundreds of these, right? And the oh, best God. thing about this is that, like, everyone is taken by surprise because this is not, like Jeff said, the 106 and Park interview. Yeah, you guys don't look like you would do that, no. which was, which was like, the juxtaposition of that yeah. is what really, like, right. drew me in. I was like, oh, these guys get it. They're fucking, that's funny. And so every interview, by the way, like, we start off very quiet. Like, when, yeah. we, when we, like, you know, when Yellow Wolf comes in or when... Um, so they're not expecting it. Dwayne Wade yeah. or, or like whoever. Yeah. Jadakiss. So yeah. when we did the thing with Jadakiss, we were in Orlando in his hotel room and For it was all-star him weekend. Yeah. and it was like six to eight of his goons like and these around are, him these are people named you know uh ice pick, ice pick and yeah. mike l with the eye patch yeah, right yeah. like these are real like yonkers right true street guys right. um which is also in westchester by the way yeah but not, shout, shout i mean yonkers. like we didn't grow up with them yeah <laughs> um crazy enough they did not come to harrison high school um <laughs> but the, but the first time that we did the the intro we had to do it twice because it was so loud the, the reaction like they, they they like flipped out. They were like, "Oh shit! Like what the <laughs> fuck is going on?" Like everyone just like crumpled and died. And they were like, "Oh my god!" So we did it again. And then by the end of it, everyone was so impressed that these hard dudes 
came up to us one by one and asked if they could take pictures with us. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, we were, like, Disney characters. Like, they came yeah. in, like, you know, like, <laughs> one by one. Yo, are these crazy white boys, Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so, and that... <laughs> Red Fox was there. Yeah. <laughs> And this whole shtick, by the way, oh, like, God. you know, it worked. We worked for MTV for, for like two years or something like that. And we we interviewed everyone from Stevie Wonder, yeah. who gave one interview at Austin City Limits, and it was to these two fools. What? We did not do the gunshots for him. No. Really? But we yeah, well, did. Because we thought that'd be like so disorienting. Yeah. <laughs> But, we, but we, did, we did have a very like long and drawn out and very thoughtful uh, conversation considering whether we should do the gunshots outside of Dwayne Wade's foundation like ball for like, or yeah, whatever. For like oh, underprivileged right, right. children. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, do we do it? Do we not? Is it like, do we, are we, do we think less is of that, ourselves? Is that in like, bad taste? Yeah. Actually, that whole yeah. Thing. And then it turns out it was in super bad taste, but we did he it. loved it. We did it. And yeah. it was great. That's yeah, funny. Awesome. That's um, great. And so, and then the stuff even worked with like Feist. Yeah. Right? We interviewed yeah. Feist at Bonnaroo. Feist, who had an AKA ready, but wasn't sure if she should use it because she didn't want to ruin she's it. She's awesome. Yeah, she's awesome. She was the best. She already knew who you guys were, and that's why she had yeah. an AKA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and, great. And the funny thing is, like, and this is so typical, CNN interviewed her yeah. like right before us. Yeah. And then you do ours. Yeah. Right? And it's just, it couldn't be any more different. Right. So that's, and it's more fun that way because, yeah. especially when we're doing like red carpet stuff, by the time they get to us, they're so tired of hearing Dude, the same Dude, everybody asks the same shit. Same question. Sure. If project coming out yeah. if, and if you're rick Who ross you if you're rick ross you know whenever we interviewed him in 2011 they're asking about jeezy the whole yeah. time or 50 right? right and then so you ask rick ross i was like um I, I i said to rick ross uh what's your favorite bird and he was just like uh woodpecker shout out to the woodpecker and i'm like <laughs> okay cool jeff what's your favorite bird a basketball wife right and rick <laughs> rick ross is just like mind blown crumples over like he's like just like a like basketball. like a falling yeah, if you tree. Ever, yeah, have you ever seen like a building collapse? <laughs> we've also seen Rick Ross in a uh, smoke came up. Yeah, we've seen Rick Ross in a vibrating chair, like one oh, of those like, massage, massage chair. chairs. Oh, so have you ever seen like a dachshund run? Yeah, <laughs> you know, like oh, a lot of this. <laughs> Yeah. I would just imagine it looks like a like a little miniature wave pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. This was this was that first Maybach interview, and Wale showed up, and he was like, "Yo, Ross." He's like, "I got a I got a a girl who is the next Lady Gaga, and I want to sign her through you." And he's like, "All I ask for is my for my two percent." And Ross is like, "Nah, you get five percent. You know why?" And the whole room is quiet, right? And we're just looking, and he goes, "Cause you're a boss," and we're like, and- "Yeah." Like, you really do this. This is incredible. <gasps> oh, shit. This is incredible. With so. his shirt off at the time? No, his uh, shirt was on. Shirt was on. I did ask him how he gets the perfect summer body. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a good question. That was good. What did he yeah. say to that? Um, he was like, you know, when you when you blessed with like a giant chest like this, <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> like you can't deny. The yeah. best, the best. My favorite thing right now. Yeah. Oh, actually, we did a great video. Cypher Sounds. Yeah. You know, his favorite. It's the real sketch video was when the whole Trick Daddy and you know Trick Daddy revealed that that Ross was a CO. Yeah. And uh, so we took this image. Uh, SK actually worked at Double XL at the time, and he had that shirtless cover yeah right and so we were just like this is amazing and so we took that we photoshopped this whole commercial for rick ross's land of make-believe right where all the rides were like him in like a hall of mirrors and it's him in different like police uniforms or whatever or like the craziest ride was foxy brown the foxy brown (laughs) right or like all well, these he was sleeping things. with at the time, oh, but it was but it was very fun. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, but anyway, so, so we do these interviews, yeah. and like you know, you interview people like Currency, or you interview people like Jadakiss, and every single one would be like, "What can we do next? Yeah. Like, we want to do whatever with you guys." Like, and we're this like, is the well, most fun we've had. We have a mixtape coming out that we're working on, and so then it's just like that's it's so cake. great. Now yeah. 
it's it's cake to get them to agree to it, yeah. right? But actually getting them in the studio is is just is impossible, even if, if it's their studio. Well, that's yeah. that was uh, I was gonna make note of that, and I forgot to. You guys were here twenty minutes early, and I want to say like all good dealing with artists. Yeah. that like that you guys are the antithesis of what I usually have to go to because when I saw an email as I was driving here, I was going, "Oh, they're gonna cancel." No, and then it was like, "Hey, dude, we're already here outside. <laughs> oh, where are you at?" And I'm like, "Fuck!" They're like the opposite of artists who no. are always fucking late or flaking. Well, here's yes. here's the thing though. Yeah. So as interviewers, yeah. We would deal with all that stuff all the time. Absolutely. Right? Cancellations. Like we had – Mano canceled us on us one time and I looked back and I – because I still have drafts and I looked at my questions and they're just so good and I wish we, we did that interview. Right. right. Or you have people who, you know, or their publicists only let them there for a minute or whatever. Right. All, all that stuff. When we did our mixtape with DJ Drama and we were going to do all the press, you know, we were in the New York Times. We were on Hot 97 we on, on MTV. We went down to do Philly radio. So we drove down there and a friend of ours, QDZ, who actually used to be out here on yeah. Big Boy's Neighborhood, right. um, has a great afternoon show on 107.9 in, in Philly. And we left our – we got a zip car. We left our apartment. Super we're, early. Heading down, no phone chargers. Uh-huh. Our phones are both dying. Oh, no. There's no way to tell them that we're going to be late because we're stuck in just parking lot traffic on the New Jersey Turnpike. And we have turned into the people that we hate. Oh, yeah. And we showed up, like, I don't even know how late. Like, we were, it was so lucky it that we... It was so late. So lucky that we figured out, like, somehow where to go you once were we got so to lucky the that you figured out they had a well, cb radio and you were able to like call yeah, it and exactly. break a breaker one night. Yeah. <laughs> it was so bad it was horrible but huh. we, it so you guys are kind of anal about showing up on time to places like well, we I, like I, to. I get anxiety about punctuality personally like when yeah. i'm running late i feel fucking horrible personally yeah yeah, yeah. it's um, it's just and especially like when you know everybody yeah, yeah like yeah. you know you don't want to i don't know so that that by the way that's a big thing for us just like knowing everyone and keeping those relationships yeah. alive that's another reason why like people look out for us and yeah. like and why like bun likes us as people he yeah. he called he called jeff up after he came back from the rihanna tour uh-huh. you know yeah. just to find oh, out how it was. was actually dude that was another one of my like favorite things that you guys have done the rihanna tour like i was so into all the like i, I right. keep i keep up now with like johnita's twitter because mm-hmm, of that shit yeah. i thought she was hilarious during that whole thing mm-hmm. like there was a whole cast of you guys on the plane yes. going nuts basically so like, basically i don't know if people know about yeah, it but like tell that story real quick because so, it's amazing um i got an email from rolling stone yeah. and they were like hey you know and, and i was writing for them at the time yeah. um and i still write for them uh they were like hey uh there's this opportunity that you can go on tour with rihanna uh, seven countries in seven days, um, and uh, seven concerts. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Oh, like that's uh, this sounds amazing, no and, brainer." Yeah, and I was, um, and they're like, "You guys are going to be on the plane with her. You'll get personal yep, time. Yep, yeah. and you're going to be staying in five star hotels, yeah. and you know, uh, and you get to see Rihanna." Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, sure." So, um, and the cities were we were going to go to uh, L.A., Mexico City, uh, Toronto, Stockholm. Uh, Paris, Berlin, London, New York yeah. in a week. Yeah, and I'm like, that's amazing. I've never been outside like the country like that. Yeah. I, I I would love to go. Um, I also knew that was going to be super exhausting, so I, I knew that uh, going ahead of time. Um, it turned out to be the worst. Um, we didn't get fed very much. Um, we would eat like a meal a day. I lost so much weight. I don't have any weight to lose. Right. Um, we were in uh. Mexico City, um, Toronto. I'm sorry, L.A., Mexico City, and Toronto in a day. Wow. Um, we were in Paris, Berlin, London in a day, and so um, a lot of the, the the experience was waiting for Rihanna 
to get on the fucking plane. To get on the fucking plane. Yeah. And so, like, you know, you're you're waiting around for, like, eight hours at a time. You're waiting yeah. around to, like, six hours at a time. And it's all – and, you know, this is time that you could be eating or sleeping. And you guys had to be on the plane just in case she decided to fucking mosey right. on, right? Right. Yeah. And so, like, um, you know, and it starts off, like, fine. And then by day four – you know, there's 150 writers and there's 150 fans on this one plane with Rihanna and her team. Yeah. And by day four or day five, um, you can ten- you can sense there's like a lot of tension. Um, it's, it-, it seemed like reading um, the kind of play by play, it almost seemed as if it became like a hostage situation. Yeah. Like so you guys started off very like, woo. And then by like day four, it's like, oh, I fucking hate you. And everybody smells bad and no one showered and we haven't eaten. Type well, of like, shit. Even by day two, you're just like, because, you know, you're a writer yeah. and you're supposed to be covering something. Yeah. Nothing changes. Right. So what do I write about the concert again? Yeah. By day three, you're like, I haven't seen the sun. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, uh, what am I doing here? And then you're like, well, I guess I can start paying attention to us because we're the story. Right. And there appears to be this this rising sort of sense of, you know, um, not disenchantment, but like, you know, like dissatisfaction. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, it, it sucked. And so there was a riot on the plane where people were screaming for Rihanna to come out of her private um, space on, yeah, the, yeah, on yeah. the aircraft yeah. and, you know, standing on seats and like running around. A and guy a guy was naked. Guy was naked yeah. And he uh, runs around the plane and yeah. everybody's like going crazy and everybody comes out except for Rihanna. And then um, on the last day, she came out um, into right in front of actually um, Julianne. Yeah. And she sits down on a seat and she says, guys, I am sorry that I, I wasn't around. Um, you wanted me to party and I just couldn't party with you. And, um, you know, it, it just stinks. And so everybody at that point, all the fans rushed up and were asking like the most asinine questions like, Rihanna, we love you. When are you coming to play Ireland? Yeah. And it's just like this bitch just like <laughs> ignored us for a week. Right. Um, you know, like the one opportunity that we had to, to like, even like see her, which I don't even care about. I ditched, I ditched the after party that that we were supposed to go to, um, to like meet and greet with her. Um, she instead invited, it was supposed to be just her and like the The journalists journalists and the fans, like just people from the plane. Right. Finally. And it was her, she invited Puffy, Akon, um, like you know, Cassie, like all these like A list, A list, A list type yeah. people into this Paris club, and the security was fighting with people on the plane, and like you know, gave a kid like a black eye or something. Yeah, like no. it was, it was yeah. bad. It was all bad. Yeah, but some of the some of the most entertaining journalism of the year came out of that. Oh, I think because it, it, was, it, it was hilarious. Like even yeah. just the gathering of you guys' tweet timeline yes. was something <laughs> that I read. Uh, yeah, complex did a yeah, thing where it was great. like everybody. Um, hilarious. And so all of my tweets, by the way, are I'm dead. Elliot I Wilson, what like Elliot Wilson is like a fucking robot. He was like fucking Tina Turnup or something. He was on there, right? <laughs> he was on and, there, and, and all of his tweets are like, "Here we go, Paris. What's up? Turn down for what? Like, yeah. like it didn't stop with him. It's all caps, yeah. all exclamation points. You know, nothing, um, nothing phased him. I guess. Yeah. Um, I think that like privately he might admit that like it was not right. what he was thinking but i think he just he knows how to keep a proper uh, uh, yeah public he knows face. how to keep it very just like you yeah, know yeah. straightforward but um it's great. but uh what so, was now, so now jeff and drake and chris brown are all in the same boat yes <laughs> <laughs> but uh but what's it called so we land and then the day after um you know, I go down to DC with Eric and Dan for um, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah, and the day after that, my high school reunion, and I walked in there like <laughs> whoop whoop whoop, 
and everyone was like, "Oh my god, you were on a plane with Rihanna!" And I was like, "Well, yeah, yeah." yeah. And I mean, and, and it was crazy, and it was fun, but it was also horrible. Um, what are you up to? And every single person was like, "I work in a deli, yeah. or I cut yeah, hair." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm a bank seller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, "Oh, that's cool." I fucking just went to Stockholm with Rihanna. Yeah, Jeff, I was like, "Bow, bow, bow." Jeff found the 31 people in front of him, like you know, yeah. on on the uh, high school. Uh, graduation graduation list yeah. <laughs> what are you doing uh, now, rubbed it in their faces actually so i walked into my high school graduation i don't know if you went to yours reunion reunion well, I uh, mean, yeah i went to my reunion ours was like a barbecue with five people there so i kind of did yeah well, that's nice i walked in <laughs> and it was at a bar and yeah. it was um it's very weird um just to go to see like people that you haven't seen in 10 years. Yeah, for sure. And it's, and they're all in one place. So yeah. like, you feel like you've died. Like right. it's like, and, and you know, nobody has all like, of a sudden we're in purgatory together. Yeah. It's like, everybody's <laughs> like, everybody's like a little bit like, um, you know, uh, heavier or like a little bit like bolder. Were, but were most of your uh, classmates like married with kids at that point? Not most, most of mine, but a lot. M- most yeah. of mine are. Yeah. A lot are. Um, and so, but I opened the door and <laughs> this kid who I, I've always perceived as like a racist, yeah. um, starts firing gunshots at me. Oh shit. And, um, like the interview. Yeah. He yeah. said, AKA. Yeah. 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 And he's like, and he goes, that's what you do. Right. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like just crazy. It's, oh, Facebook's actually that kid, weird. that kid had tried to enter, had tried to get, tried to get me to enter in a Ponzi scheme with him. Shut so up. that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. Facebook. Facebook's I love wild. It. That's great. That's great. Can I do a name dropping story real quick about yeah, Rihanna? Yeah. So, uh, a f- couple months ago, I think it was at the beginning of this year, we got hired to shoot, uh, like I was saying, to do photo stuff. Yeah. We got hired to go to like a grime show for some, some company, whatever, and shoot this, like shoot this grime show, which is yeah. terrible to shoot because like her lighting, her stage lighting is like insane and like cameras mm-hmm. don't like it. Right. And so anyways, uh, I, I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Um, I need to be backstage with a computer so I can edit while we go because they mm-hmm. needed him in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm backstage with a fucking iMac at this grime show. And like Lord shows up and then Katy Perry shows up and wow. then Rihanna shows up. And so I'm backstage editing photos. <laughs> and in the room next to me, Lord, Katy Perry, Grimes and and um, uh, Rihanna were standing there fucking talking to each other with all these huge Samoan bouncers around them. And I'm just sitting there going like, whoa, I'm like really – witnessing some crazy tmz shit right now like and i was like coming up with a ski in my head of like i should go over there and tell them that i'm like backstage because i want a contest and i have cancer and like <laughs> oh my can, I, can i get an instagram photo like i was oh like my. this would blow up my fucking instagram but you, I, you do have a, a shaved head so you know i was like oh, this this <laughs> thing you know it's fucking uh, you know i've been dealing your with your music's it. been getting me through yeah exactly i'm like oh rihanna i heard about your plane ride like, <laughs> no so i, I never but i never i never did it because i was scared of the fucking giant uso bouncers Oh but if they hadn't have been there, I would have been like, yo, selfie. <laughs> but I think I was thinking about that the other day. Like that was probably the most L.A. shit I have ever fucking seen. Was, wow. It was like that moment. And uh, and then like a couple weeks later, it was like, oh, Grimes wrote a song for Rihanna. And I was like, yeah. it probably happened backstage at the show. <laughs> I was at. Oh, my God. Yeah. So anyways, that's, that's awesome. Crazy. Yeah, that's, that's, crazy. Crazy. that's very crazy. L.A. Very Wait, L.A. Story. My yeah. most L.A. story is that we saw um, Odd Future at a yogurt land. Sick. Yeah. Was it over I- in the Fairfax district? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, no, it no. Was, it was uh, La Brea and Melrose. That's yeah. that's the that's the district. Yeah. That's the fair fact. I district. thought you were gonna say that we saw Jason Alexander at the Grove yesterday. We did. Oh shit, that's <laughs> yeah. funny. You know, because speaking of my baldness, people always say like, "Well, are you like fully bald?" And I'm like, "Well, you know, I, I've got like the I've got the um, what was his character in Seinfeld? Now I'm oh, I've oh, got the George, George Costanza. Costanza. I've got the George Costanza thing where it's like a <laughs> ring around my head. You <laughs> right. know what I mean? Like, and it's just funny to me that like for our generation, that is like the definition of baldness is like the George Costanza. Right. Totally. People totally know what that means. Yeah. But anyways, 
this is a great conversation. Like, I got to say, I'm like bigger fans of you guys now Thank than you, when man. you walked Thank in. You. I can understand why why rappers want to work with you and why they reach out to you because you guys are just generally good people to talk to. Thanks so, so much. I pay them a lot of money. Right. Yeah, a there you lot go. of money. Right. Like, so much money. We, we make so much money, we give it away. Diamond business. And, yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah. and thank you for reaching out to no, us. Absolutely. Like the moment we the moment we landed. Yeah, in, I'm in sorry LA. that that seems stalkerish. No, but it was not, just no, a tweet. honestly, not at all. This has been a joy and like <laughs> yeah. and the great questions. Wait, yeah. it's yeah. only stalkerish if you follow us back to New York. Oh, I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna. Did you check in on the? I'm on just the saying, app? like I've got the printer and I've got your tickets. <laughs> there you so, go. No. Uh, yeah, tell the people where they can find you online and where they can get lost in all of your content yeah. because that'll be a good day. If you got a Sunday to blow, just watch all these guys' stuff. It's really funny. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Where are we? We're on it's the real com i t s t h e r e a l we're on it's the real on twitter um, we're on it's the real on instagram uh, also it's the real eric it's the real jeff for if you want different perspectives on there you go our, and if, our stuff if you uh, go to it's uh youtube.com slash it's the real you can find all of our videos uh there's playlists there with with everything there you go and uh there's hundreds and hundreds and you know of videos all across the internet and you can probably, you can probably find your stuff on complex rolling stone yeah, yeah. Rap radar, Rap radar yeah totally double xl i mean every, i mean everywhere. we were in the we were in the front page of the new york times art section yeah that's amazing so yeah. shouts to us yeah that, guys but like it. i said we paid a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> now that was really that was a great moment because that was uh something our parents could understand you know? yeah, yeah absolutely there you go the final question if there's yeah. one thing that was like the biggest holy shit moment for you and maybe they're different for both of you guys what what would it be for you ever yeah the biggest holy shit moment from from um, creating content oh, like uh i'll, I'll go if you okay, yeah to. yeah go, go um i interviewed jay-z oh wow um and it was the i mean like first of all i was super nervous yeah um because i'm me and um my first question was going to be, um, has anybody ever thrown up on you? Cause I'm, I'm about to. <laughs> and then I didn't. Um, but he, I made him laugh the entire time, which was a very, you know, big thing for me just yeah, personally. That's great. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah. And then, yeah, it was Rolling Stone. It was, it was awesome. That's it was amazing. Just awesome. That's a great oh shit moment. Yeah. I, I've, I've just a couple. One is, uh, getting the, the email from Don C telling me to call him cause they were inviting me out to Los yeah. Angeles to, to be with Kanye for a week. Yeah. Um, I, they put me up in a hotel on sunset uh and after the the this is so cheesy but it's just it's it's who i am and it was just an amazing an amazing week and it's the end i'm gonna fly out the next morning and i just came back after uh you know the kanye's party which was incredible and like everyone was there and i'm like i can't believe i'm part of this and i'm with their crew yeah i this is post job break this was post job okay, yeah, this yeah. was this was for the college dropout okay okay um his first grammys it's 2005 okay february 2005 i think yeah. or, or whenever that was and i'm going up this this elevator that has uh windows you know so it's it's a yeah, yeah. a glass a glass elevator that right. looks out onto the city right. it's like four o'clock in the morning or five o'clock in the morning i'm by myself i have my camera i'm dressed up in a suit and I raise the rock up oh, as I go God. up like seven floors or whatever oh, up to the thing. And I'm God. like, this is the start of my life. And it really was. That's number one. That's I dope. do want to say that. that uh, I, I want to tell you when you go through the security today at the LAX, <laughs> you should always say it's the rock. When, you, when you go through the 3D scan, I do it every time. Like, the scanner, I go, it's the rock. And people go, like, what the fuck? <laughs> See, yeah. I do it, but I do like Dame and I yell at people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yell at the TSA. As, as you should. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to say that for two, again, for two white Jewish kids from Westchester, to put out our first mixtape with DJ Drama, to Amazing. have our first listening party at D- at Daddy's house, which is Diddy's personal studio, wow. our first performance to be at Bonnaroo, wow. um, and now we have a second mixtape that's going to be even bigger. Is just like mind blowing, yeah. and uh, yeah. and I can't believe that I've gone from you know one thing to the other. It's yeah. just and I will well. say that like 
um, just to keep like everything like going up, 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 up. Um, our meeting today was so good. With me, thank you guys. I appreciate yeah, it. It was, really awesome. it was great being yeah. here. I agree. No, that's great. It that was you guys had a great legendary. Meeting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, where can people find the mixtape? Is on iTunes. It's on Dat Piff. Dat Piff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Free mixtape. Free. Yeah. Free forever. You guys are so fucking hip hop right now. It's and, like uh, it's funny because you're like internet celebs and also kind of struggle rappers. <laughs> yeah. No, I will take that. Yeah, like, sure. All of our comments on the Dat Piff uh, website are all like. What the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, this all, isn't all like all in a red fox voice. They try to be right? funny. Yeah. Are these crackers? Yeah. Say <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. what? Like, we just fix wanted, my car. I know. We wanted to say thanks to Lee. No, wanted, thank you guys. Thanks, thanks to Ben. Ben, ben behind the board. Ben, it. who loves cash money. And, and also uh, loves cash money. We just want to shout out our friend Jensen Carp, who uh, who he gave me the who, cosign. Yes, who got us up on this? There you go. Yeah, all right. Yeah, Jensen has been fucking. Uh, he's been a good friend to have for a month now. There he's been go. hooking me up with all kinds of stuff. So shout out to Jensen. Those uh, college age girls. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> we, I'm sure we have the same taste in women. He and I. Uh, anyhow, yeah. My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition, and you uh, were just tuned into Kind of Neat. You can follow me on Twitter at It's Intuition. You can follow my man Ben Shim behind the boards, making the shit sound buttery at I Am Database, based with two S's. Follow us as a unit at That's Kind of Neat, where I tweeted these two lovely gentlemen yeah. and, and got all of this uh, birthed. And then uh, what else? We have YouTube.com/slash That's Kind of Neat. And uh, I have an announcement. Actually, I think I'm just going to announce it now. We got signed to the Complex Network, so congratulations! congratulations. Yeah. We're going to start putting all of our videos up onto complex.com as well as YouTube so you can still find them in the same way uh, that you always do but now you can also uh, within the next couple of weeks find them on complex.com so hopefully we'll be expanding our audience and, uh, and that'll be great that's super dope uh, yeah, thank you yeah, I yeah. appreciate it guys uh, what else find us on Instagram at it's intuition at I am database we're out there slanging them filters in these streets you know how we do <laughs> bow, uh, bow, bow. yeah facebook.com slash kind of neat and I think that's kind of all of it oh go to kind of neat.net where yeah. everything is wrapped up as a pretty package subscribe on the podcast app that's all the promoting I'll do now yeah my name is Lee that was Jeff and Eric yeah it's the real and bow, bow, bow. this was kind of neat <laughs> 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 thank you um,